This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. The gravy, please. Here's the thing that makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their ass kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you. Fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Eight minutes past the hour, a brand new day has started, and the kickoff hour is live. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching and listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. We love uh, we love you, the audience, and appreciate you as we start the 27th year here on the Rick and Bubba Show 2021. It's real, and we <laughs> we are here and uh, and starting a brand new year together. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Today, the will of meat could spin. It's on the table. Has not spun yet in 2021. As Greg said, he thought it was dead, but it's not, Greg. Uh, it is here, and it's alive, and it's well, and it's sitting right behind me. Beautiful, giant will of meat. Look at it. Just and It's all, all it's, look at it. Boy, it's just, if, if we just had hit one button, it would just start just shining and popping. And, and look, just like with, uh, you know, going into the holiday break, we're we're not against just suddenly spinning it. So you we never know with us. It, you never know with us. Took it right from the big show. Yeah, wasn't that on the big year ender? It was. So as we were spinning, I had COVID. 
Let me ask you know it. Yeah. Screaming meat, meat, meat. Does Trumpy Bear? That may have been where I got it. <laughs> Does Trumpy Bear go when Trump goes? So we had to take him down once he yeah, comes out of office. Which looks know. like it may be quicker than he thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's bring them in. There they are. There's old Trumpy Townsie Bear. Townsie and man. Greg and Adler here as well. Um, Do we invoke our 25th and take him down? Well, yeah, maybe so. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, today is fallout day. Uh, wow. If, um, if you missed any of uh, the uh, the scenes at the Capitol, it was um, well. You just just like is, this, is that our country? What what is that? Uh, and I know the guys uh, will really break that down on the main show coming up yeah. at an hour from now. Uh, but that was that was quite a something quite a else, deal. wasn't it? It was. How about it was. that? Um, I'm a little nervous today. I just got to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> Why and, does and, that beard? And look, Adler's standing right there getting his camera like he likes hey, it. Adler. But you know, anytime your parents come, Adler, you get nervous, and it's not because you're ashamed or ner- nervous of, for them or whatever. It's just worlds collide. Yeah. And so you never know where these two right here, and I'm pointing where Rick and Bubba sit, yeah. where they're going to take things. Sure. sure. And uh, and so um, the reason I'm nervous is my dad, John Wilburn, uh, is, uh, is going to be our featured guest in this week's Rick and Bubba University podcast. Can't wait. And um and the, and the again the You're reason why there. I'm nervous is not because my dad can't handle himself and it's not going to be sure, an amazing yeah. story it's just where these two guys yeah, are yeah where, where are they going to take they're going right, to try yeah. to get a little speedy yeah. story and, out and, of it and, and I know because I'm not delusional oh, speedy growing up <laughs> yeah hey, hey and <laughs> I worked in the music store <laughs> hey and I know because I'm not delusional that's the only reason they want to do it <laughs> you know yeah. uh not not necessarily uh because his latest book has come out it's a chapter book. Uh, but they are interested in that. It's uh, Larry. <laughs> they got it also a lot of other times. Right. They've got forty five minutes to fill. Right. Yeah. Um, we we all remember, or at least most of you do, if you follow the show. Uh, Dad came out um, with his first book, Larry the Leaf. Yeah. Okay. Based on you. Yep. I mean, there's as as Dad said, there's stories about all kind of animals. I mean, but there's never been a, a book written about a leaf. There has. Um, and so uh, he uh, he, he did has he, animal friends. Yep. Yeah, that's right. He did Larry the Leaf. Uh, Christian Faith <coughs> Publishing is the publishing company that got behind it. Uh, but he, you know, he, he it's kind of interesting how they work. They help with a lot of the graphics and different things like that. But I mean, you know, you're, you're writing it and you're doing most of the legwork. They're, they're not going to do any kind of promotions or whatever. They just are the the source to get it going and to get it to Ingram to where it can be, uh, you know, distributed out. And a lot of the smaller bookstores. Um, and all of the Rick and Bubba markets really stepped up and said, I want some. Yeah. And, uh, and so he's actually made a connection from, from Dothan up to Illinois. He was telling me yeah. all the great, uh, business owners that, that, that run these small bookstores and, and different markets of the Rick and Bubba show. They were like, Hey, we want some more now of the new book. And it just came out over the holiday. It's called Larry, the leaf and the thieves. And and um, and so they're going to talk to him about that and what it was like. And they've actually Christian Faith Publishing has asked for a third book from him, and he's Watch in the out. process of writing it. But it's that'll be a little time before that one comes out. Probably something that they'll get into today. But when did you know that he was a good writer? I mean, he obviously has a skill and a talent yeah, of right. this. Did he start this when he was young? Was this later in life? Well, he he, he would. He's always been a, a great poem writer, and yeah. he would always write poems. Poem, you know, so that's he's always here. done that yeah. as long as you. He's remember. always really enjoyed it. I okay. think that his writing and and he can discuss it more. But his writing started to increase as his eyesight deteriorated. Okay, I, in my opinion, I think he he, he really started. Really focusing on that yeah. even more, and then you know retired life, and sure, I've got yeah. more time. Uh, but um, you know we uh, we we're we're real proud of him. That's that's to say um, that you know what he's able to do 
guys, I don't know if you understand this, but he he wrote a book talking into his notes app on his iPhone. That's how he wrote it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, for some reason, he didn't pick me to edit it. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know Wait why. Wait a minute. I have no idea why, but my yeah. niece, Johnette, is really. Probably a better choice. Probably so. Yeah. Really good. And, you know, when, when Larry the Leaf came out, she came to studio with yeah. him and read yes. a little excerpt from Larry the Leaf. Uh, but she was really instrumental in, in like, okay, you know, granddaddy, that's what she, granddaddy, sure. uh, you sent me all of the stuff. Let Didn't me look at it. it. Hey, there's some typos here. There's whatever. And then, then, then they send it to Christian Faith Publishing, and then they go, okay, now let's work on the design and the graphics and according wow. to what you want. But it's really amazing because he can't he can't do the typing and all that. Kind of, and I think his eyesight, how he lost his eyesight, how how it was discovered that he even had a problem, and that he shouldn't even be be here today. And I shouldn't, but by the grace of God, I am. Uh, and and he was uh, he was a in a big handle uh, with a a tumor. Uh, behind his eye on his optic nerve, uh, and um, about the size of I think he said a lemon. Ooh. It's a big one. Wow. So what does he probably have he, that wrong? But I think so. Well, I'm getting a bunch of questions. I just I, I'm now interested in the dictation part of it, where he's yeah, small yeah. lemon. Is he is he does he carry around a recorder or does he have something that he goes to, like a place he goes to and does the dictating? Oh, you, oh, you talking about his chair? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you talking about okay. the brown recliner? That's where it happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, and, uh huh. And I'm not sure how to set him up, so I've got to leave the show a little early today, and then <laughs> I was just thinking about it earlier. <laughs> I knew you were. You were thinking out loud <laughs> from what we were discussing the minute you said it. <laughs> and then I'm gonna I'm gonna um, get with Adler and then ask him to send me a Zoom link and. And then, uh, and then I'll I'll connect and get him set up. And I'm trying to figure out how I want him set up. Part of me <coughs> wants him in the Brian, uh, Brown uh, I recliner, think, I think but I just don't think Pluto, where he's most creative. Pluto TV and everybody will, will want that shot. But I think there's a better shot where it could be just over his shoulder yeah. in the background where he where, where, where he the does magic all his happens. Runs. Yep, where, where all the magic happens. So that's today. So I'll, I'll I'll skip out a little early so I can have time to get to Huntsville where they live and and uh, and, and get settled and, and get him set up and ready to go. How about that? Good huh? deal. Exciting so, I'm, so I'm excited Exciting, for yeah. him, but I'm nervous because I know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. I just wonder when it'll turn. Yeah. yeah. Is it the 17 mark? Because <laughs> early it's going to be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be book and eyesight and glory oh. to God and all that. And then all of a sudden, boom. <laughs> you know? Let's talk about little Calvin. <laughs> Let's talk about little Speedy. What about little Calvin? How was he? Did he really look like Opie? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! And don't 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 forget, there's gonna be one Bill Bubba us that brings up your mom. Oh, you sure. know that's happening. Oh yeah, you talking about he bring her into the fray. And 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 let me just say this about my mom. What what Helmsy's talking about is, um, she is uh, quite the spirited individual. She is, and just the the. I mean, you talking about she'll walk up into a room and it just yes. be the life of that room. Yes. Awesome. even when she was fighting uh, cancer and and. Yep. Take, doing chemo and radiation. You'd have never known it. Nurses fell in love yep. with her because she was just the energy she brings in. It's amazing. But she'll also talk about uh, marital, marital fruit, if you yes. don't want. That is yes. hilarious. She will. And uh, talk about how much she loves my dad. That is so <laughs> Right in front of me. <laughs> and I'm like, Mom, let's. It does it on purpose because it makes you. Un- right. Yeah. She knows hey, what she How quick do you think of Mom? Mom, okay. Thanks. Mom. And she's also known to, anytime she gets in an elevator and the door closes, she'll look at the person and go, do you, uh, do you listen to Rick and Bubba? Oh, no. Do you know who this is? She's proud Mom, of it. stop it, Mom. She's proud of her boy. This is Speedy. Mom. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't 22 minutes past the hour. Welcome in. It's the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour. A lot going on in the old world, so we'll break that down for you today. Rick and Bubba. Uh, we'll do that um, for sure on the main show. We'll just get things kind of kicked off. Uh, today it, it is uh, the Rick and Bubba University podcast with my dad, John Wilburn. Uh, his latest book, uh, Larry the Leaf and the Thieves, uh, his second book, uh, and now a chapter book. A lot of the schools were asking for that back when you could go to school. Uh, a lot of the schools were asking that uh, for that uh, and uh, in the, some of the reading programs the kids do. And so it's out now, available uh, and we'll have that uh, author link at rickandbubba.com with uh, Christian Faith Publishing. But that's today. Will and Meek could spin uh, and uh, a whole lot more, so don't you go anywhere. A big show for today. Now, Helmsy, we, we got to get to one piece of video that you sent us yesterday. But prior to that, in passing, you said you had some type of allergic reaction yeah. to something yesterday. Last night. I had, uh, Was it a melon? I've not had this happen in quite some time, right. Greg. You know, I'm, aller- I'm, I'm allergic to watermelon. You're not... When it mixes with some devil's type lettuce, of are you? Pollen? Like no, okay. no. But it was, it was probably I don't know five five thirty. Mm-hmm. Had dinner, and after that, I started getting the awfulest tingling in my lips, and my mouth, and my face. Oh no! And I, I guess something that I had to take Benadryl because it was starting to swell, and what tongue what was starting was to swell. I, I to this, I don't know. I didn't eat anything different than I normally what was it? do. Here, got you one day almonds. Yeah. Yeah, but it was something up. But Let anyway, me give you some advice. Stay away from the hey, vaccine. You now, Greg, what's that got to do well, with anything? The people that are allergic to a lot of stuff don't need to take it. But I got concerned. I told him, well, you don't have peanut up. allergy too, do you? No, I don't. Yeah, That's does. the thing. Yeah. Almond I don't. allergy. Yeah. And I and I was sitting there. I was thinking, I think it's the beard. So what's going on here? Oh, it's the beard. Why? Why am I? And we're saying beard, not yeah. beard. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he, I was not. Yeah, he'll turn one up. That's not true either. Yeah. Um. But I, I mean, I I really got into a point where I was kind of I was concerned, and so Uh-oh, Amanda was like, "Hey, you need to." Well, that's that's the way it was doing. Hey, right? Amanda, I'm concerned. I can't feel my tongue. My lips were swelling. No, my tongue ain't was swelling. Inside. It's tingling. I do no. have epipens at home. I, I keep it. I keep three of them. At of home. course you do. Just Bring in case. one up here. Can you just? I can have one up here just in case. Well, I want us to just stick ourselves with it. So yeah. Well, Greg, I don't think we need to do that. Okay. Hey, I'm I'm going to thick me with that. So here was the here was the problem. It's 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 too early to be you... going to bed, huh. but then I have to take Benadryl, which makes me sleepy. Uh-huh. So I'm loopy and sleepy now the rest sleepy. of the night watching. TV. What if you got the EpiPen in the thigh and then did a huff? <laughs> I am wheezing a lot lately. See, it's all the COVID after after the fact, I guess. Well, you don't have no idea, and then it just went away. No, well, so I'll tell you what I I tell you what I had that ball game. You remember? Yeah, that? yeah. And I never knew what did it. Well, I did. I had I had hibachi chicken with right. with that's rice, it. which is normal. We always that's a that's a once a week deal. The only thing different I had was I had you know the little side salad that comes with yeah. it. And you have that Something little white sauce that that you put on it, that white tannish yep. sauce. That's the only thing that I had different than I normally mm-hmm. do. Yep. Some kind of seed was in it. I, I think you're right. Yep, or somebody poisoned you. <laughs> well, you went there, huh? <laughs> one of the, one of the two. Well, <laughs> I was I was gonna handle for about five minutes. Mm. Did you swell up? Did you swell up? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Big my, time. My like, lips like, was it tongue. real big? I needed. I don't know. think you could look at it. Why don't you send us a Marco with you all? Swell well, up? because I didn't know what was going on. It was kind of getting serious at okay. one point. I, listen, I, that time I had that outbreak on the way. That what was game. that? Was that a drink? You thought? I don't. I don't think. It, I, I don't mean I, that is an alcohol. No, it was. Uh, I'm just it saying was, it was. I, I took an energy drink, but yeah. I, but I'd had them before. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, I had a rash all over me. It was horrible. Yeah. I'm driving down I-20. Scared you. Well, it's been a while since it. I've had to take Benadryl because of that. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Yeah. So, huh. Amanda was concerned. Yeah. Well, needs to be. Anytime Next your time husband swells up and gets to tangling. You know? <laughs> what? Dang. <laughs> what? We're talking about his. Uh, I'm right? leaving you on that island, friend. Wow. Did you did you not your lips and everything yes. not swell lips, up? Did tongue, were you, were face you, was tingling. Were I you was tingling, tingling all so, in my face. I mean, it was weird. So what I said did was your accurate. mouth work on both sides. And I, you know, you warm? do that kind of trying to figure it out what's did, going on, and then you realize mouth? your tongue is swollen because it doesn't take as long to get to the roof of your mouth mm-hmm. with it, and you're like, what? So what is I, going on? I here? can't imagine how you sounded before the Benadryl, and <laughs> then the sleepy part of you. Mm. And then that, yeah, yeah, that would be pretty. That'd be hilarious. But um, you also sent us a picture, and we're not going to really get into it here because we, we're up against the break. But you sent us a picture of <laughs> what your uh, your main room looks like. Yeah, and explain that that setup and and where you, where you are because I don't want to take that from you, but. It well, looks like a sports bar in there. I know. So well, maybe that's the whole have thing. Have you? Did you mm-hmm. get a chance to look at that, Greg? I did not. All right, I so could tell by the way he looked. He did. I, I could tell. He, was was kinda, he thought we'd yeah. left him out for yeah. a minute. Yeah. And, and Buddy, then I realized. Hey, hey, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> don't, say, don't say, where's that at? Uh, we, I didn't we, say it. Huh? <laughs> Y'all didn't send it. Buddy, we did. We we had Marco like Polo s- back and forth all day yesterday, and you were not even. I'd like I mean, to see. You just wouldn't even get it. Like one of them days, I set my phone down, and that's fine. But I'd like to see your Marco Polo. And <laughs> I was see watching, how, watching how many burn. red numbers are up above Marco Polo. Is it <laughs> one, one or two? It says one. No, but if you click on it, it'll say more. <laughs> well, that's yeah. So so you just missed out on the yeah. our conversation. Five. Yeah, five. See, that's what I'm there you go. A lot going on yesterday. I like to see you watch them in the break, and then we're gonna come back and talk. Yeah, about it just depends on if I'm in a mood that day. To look at, you know I have saying? actually. I, I get that. I do. Well, I I, that. I'm talking about not that I'm ignoring Marco Polo. I just set my phone down and get busy and don't look. What at I do I now, because I used to be busy. that way. Because Marco Polo used to be on my second page, and I'd look at it once every couple of days mm-hmm. and catch up. I've moved not only it to the fir- first page. I've moved my notifications to where I'm, I'm alerted now, wow. because well, it's a big part of my day now. <laughs> Between the, Amanda, the kids, y'all, yeah. a couple other friends. I, that's it's a big part of my day, so I've moved it. I get yeah, notified. I, I did have to move it to my to to page one because I w- I would never even see the notifications. And yeah, y'all be like, man, y'all be talking about something like today, and I'd be yeah. like, what are you talking about? And then I'd okay. go to Marco, and he'd be I, like, let me ask you six, this six. because I only have my notification. The only notifications I get mm-hmm. are text messages and Marco Polo. Okay, that's it. Uh huh. What are what are y'all's notifications? Marco Polo text messages and. Uh, you talking about it makes a noise? When yeah, it just shows up like a. You know, For some how you reason, when news stories come up, so I you, don't have. You, can I turn that off? Yeah, oh, you easy. You can turn anything yeah, you, off. Apparently, like when there, you man. got the app, that they asked if they could push them to you, and you said yes. I don't know. Hmm. That's what happened. I, Cal- I got a calendar too. Calendar yeah. notifications I get right. from the show because I got a bunch of those just. Greg, I thought you had BIP notifications when a oh, BIP walks up. You get oh, that. That's all I get. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. What's up? It's the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. 
Eddie Van Adler, he's got things rolling for us. Greg Burgess, Michael Helms, I'm Speedy uh, with the Rick and Bubba Shoe. And the guys join us in 30 minutes for the main show. Uh, all right, so we uh, went to break, and we talked about your allergic reaction to something that you had, uh, Helmsy, and the investigation is on. Uh, you think it might go back to a salad, not sure, but you had a little bit of tingling in the face, uh, swelling of lips and tongue and all that kind of weird stuff, but you're okay now. Had to take some Benadryl. Like yep. a, uh, and, and like a uh, kid. Yep, and that kind of calmed it, I guess. Yeah, it did. It did? Okay, yeah. good, good. It made me real good. sleepy. Yeah. Went to bed early. Uh, but we went to break talking about how you had set up your main room when it comes to TVs and stuff, and so explain. All right, so I guess it was, I want to say it was a couple <clears throat> days before New Year's. Yeah. But I was, you know, football overlap around that time. You'll mm-hmm. have game, two or three games you want to watch at once yeah, or whatever. Oh yeah. Braden, my son, is a big college basketball fan, NBA fan, so there were some things that he was wanting to watch as well, and we were, we had been in isolation for days and mm-hmm. days because of COVID between Caroline and myself. And, and so we wanted, we were trying to keep every, where everybody's isolating, we were trying to keep everybody in the same room because we wanted everybody hanging out for Christmas. Okay. We can't go anywhere. We're not meeting with families. Mm-hmm. Probably everybody in our house has had it at this point. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's be a family. Let's hang out. So I told, I told uh, Braden, really honestly joking, I said, we ought to do like Paw Paw. My dad, mm-hmm. Mac Daddy. I said, well, I'll do like Papa and bring a couple TVs in here. Hmm. That way we can watch a couple games at a time. Yeah. See what's, you know, Who couple, ain't done that? see what's going on. Hmm? Who ain't done that? And man. so that happened, I want to say the day before New Year's, may have been a couple days, and we haven't stopped. It's still in there. <laughs> it's still set up that way. <laughs> and like it. to my surprise, uh-huh. Amanda has said, I got to tell you, I thought I would hate this, but I'm actually liking it. Really? And I said, I kind of I said what? And she goes the TVs. I like I like I like keeping up knowing what because usually one of in a normal day. Mm-hmm. Now yesterday was different, but in a normal day you've got mm-hmm. one on sports, right? One on news or two on news, mm-hmm. or one on news, one on sports, and one TV the the bigger one for for just kind of a family viewing right. something yeah. Young Sheldon yeah. or yeah. Everybody Loves Raymond or Andy Griffith mm-hmm. or something like that. And so Amanda has kind of given me the green. She has given me the green light to at this point it? to keep what are you, it. This Buffalo way. Wild Wings. Well, that's yeah. why it almost feels like a sports bar mm-hmm. or a studio in there now. Uh, well, I was tell. But, I told you yesterday, you're one order of wings away from being a bu- you know Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I, I know, and and so I I don't know if Beat this up. is something that <laughs> that she'll eventually get tired of and go, hey, we got oh, well, yeah, we got to be done with this. But I got to tell you, I'm digging it right now. Well, let me ask you this, and it's multi TV oh, thing. He's pointing and squinting. He you, was. You don't have the volume up on all of them. No, 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 no. Because no. that would drive me nuts. Yeah. Volume so goes on the main one. Okay. The main just, TV gets the volume. So if somebody's looking at the other one, they go, well, I want to hear what they're saying. You can is it first come, perfect is example. It first come, first serve on what the main one is on. Like if you come in the room and Braden's watching TV, does he keep the main one on what he wants? Yeah, I, I, I normally don't. Okay. Yeah, just say, hey, you don't turn know that I'm the man of the house. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> I got a beard. Yeah. Here's the I really I'm really trying to really hit that perfect D. example. Last night I was um, I had I had CNBC on Shepard Smith Ooh. covering what was going Ooh, on. I love, I love Shep. It was Make on the big. It was on the big, like one. I love the big one. I love it. Was on the big one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the two smaller ones had Fox and I think CNN because I was informed. wanting to see what they would <laughs> they were covering. I got eyes. Yeah. And Amanda said, Hey, can you flip that one to Fox? I want to mm-hmm. hear what he's saying I got and so i just kind of moved it around now that the challenge i've yeah. noticed and we have the challenge here too is they're all roku devices 
And so if, if you know anything about Roku, one remote will universally work on all of them. Oh, okay. So you have to strategically point it. So you like have a right Roku for each one of the TVs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And what I really need to do, so the remote's not a challenge, is I need to put a uh, maybe like an Amazon device, an Apple device, and a Roku device. Oh, yeah. Really spread that way, it out. That way I can – you know, change and turn volume up and down and all My that. Goodness. But a lot of moving um, parts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I, it seems to be people. So you got one hanging. Family are they're loving. This I think setup. you ought to get one more. Yeah. Well, there's no room for it. We don't have um, room for. It. So uh, to set the scene, kind of. So he's got the main one that's hanging on the wall. Yeah, it's okay, and it's there. a sure enough one. And then uh, just to the right of that, it's almost like a um, a little desk slash secretary slash. I don't know the shelving unit or something, yeah. and on that desk part, you've it's got a built-in bookcase that has a desk. You've got is. okay, is that what it was? Yeah. I couldn't tell. And so then you've got two smaller TVs on on yeah. stands. Yeah. So what kind of deals you have on pictures of beer? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it what, does. Look, I, hey, what's your wing special? Yeah, what, what's going on? Oh, hey, speaking of wings, you got right. domestic or what? IPA. So, right, have y'all? Do y'all have an air fryer? No. no. Have you I've heard about, about Have you heard about one. them? I've thought about getting I have. one. You I, have? I got hung on the infomercial. It's getting a lot of traction at our house right now. I got now. hung on the infomercial, and I couldn't get out of it. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, one one J.C. Wilburn, one of his Christmas wishes was, could I have an air fryer for college? He said, <laughs> because yeah. because a couple of my other teammates have them at their apartment, and they're always making stuff, and it's quick, it's easy. And it's, it's delicious. It, I'm it's, it is, it's delicious, yes. and the cleanup is simple. Yep. And so that's the key mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. Clean up. I thought the George Foreman grill was something, but this is above <laughs> right. Yeah. So he sent his list to Santa and, and surprisingly Santa had brought him one on for Christmas morning. And so he opens it up and he's just so excited. And, and the goal was before he went back that we would, we would make something on it. And, and, uh, with that Santa, um, brought a little, uh, air fryer, uh, cookbook with it, like recipes and ideas and easy and not, you know, just separated in, and we like, need one here. Oh yeah, like uh, great American food, uh, seafood, uh, you know, pasta, whatever, and uh, snack food appetizers, and it gives you ideas. Turn to this page, and there's the recipe, and how long you cook it, and do the all that. Bam, bam. So um, he wanted wings. Back to your wing thing. Yeah. And so we went and got some wings, y'all. Fifteen minutes later. <laughs> are they good? Are I mean, are they? They ain't slimy. Or are they? No, dry? no, no. I hate no. slimy. Slimy. I don't I like hate, slimy wings. No, just just. I want like, them almost dry. Yeah, I used um, to grill mine. I got a little deal. I, I put them in the oven for like ten minutes, mm-hmm. and then I put them on the grill. Right, and it, they turn out right. What about really the air fryer? Yeah. I but the air fryer butcher knife and held <laughs> up to her neck. Yeah, <laughs> I said, if you want to live to see tomorrow. You better start frying them eggs a little bit better than what you're frying. I'm tired of eating sloppy, slimy eggs. Okay, I agree yeah, with that. Uh, I do. Thank you, Jessica White. <laughs> and uh, so I don't want slimy wings either, no. okay? Who does? Hey, guys, I'm telling you, we tore the wings up, okay? Uh, and then, I, I, and then, did, it ag- and then did it again. Yeah. Then, heck, before you knew it, we were putting, like, chicken nuggets in there. We were putting all kinds of stuff in there. Dang, hot dogs. So I'm sorry to get off on that, but I'm telling you right now. If you need to add wings, that to your bar at the house. I was going to say, get, then that was the, <laughs> get an air fryer. Okay, and then wings, wings for everybody. Tap Tap a keg, don't have a bar. (laughs) You know, why not? New keg stands.
Yeah, but for some reason I was a little scared of the air fryer. <laughs> but you put you, in there <laughs> but you <laughs> down, 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 down. Now, um, <laughs> hey, Brother Helmsy. <laughs> Why do we play the game? Get in here, Caroline. <laughs> Why do we play the game? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Braden, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll save your email. We're kidding. Um, <laughs> I was, so you, you turn it on, it's like you put it on like 15 minutes and it takes 15 minutes to warm up. And yeah. then whatever you make, it's like Boom. eight minutes, 15 minutes, yeah. 20 minutes. We're going to find whatever out somehow it is. it's killing us. But yeah. Probably so. There's no, how can anything be that, that <laughs> good? But then, sat but, down one day but then and said, I comes, think I'm going to invent yeah, an air fryer. But all you have to do is it, you pull out this little basket that it, that it sits in and you just clean the basket. And then put it right back in. It's oh, ready for something. I'm going to try that. Oh, you're scared of it. Get me one. Uh, I'll tell you where we ordered it. <laughs> I think we bought a couple. Of I say we did. Actually, Santa did. A couple years sorry. ago at Christmas or something. Yeah. But know. anyway, so uh, yeah, get you some wings, have some TVs, have a good time. You got you an entertainment room is what you got. That's what you got. Huh? When you're dealing cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we played a ton of Monopoly over the holidays. Because when you're in isolation, you can't leave. It's a long game. A long game doesn't bother you. You can't can't finish it. Have you ever finished it? We we finished two of them. Of course, Caroline won both of them. I can't believe with kids they were patient enough to sit through that. You know? That says a lot, that they could could see that through. Did you get out of jail free? (laughs) Well, I got in jail a lot. I know that. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. It is the kickoff hour, and we thank you so much for being with us. This portion of the show brought to you by relieffactor.com. I was talking to one of my boys about this just the other day, uh, about relieffactor.com and um, the success that we're getting from all of you about Relief Factor. I know a lot of the staff takes it as well. Uh, if you suffer from uh, aches, pains, inflammation, uh, this is where they can help. Uh, we love Relief Factor. It's a 100% natural research-based formula that was created to help to, com- to combat the root causes of inflammation in the body's natural inflammatory response function that can cause those aches and pains from exercise and exertion, aging, everyday living. Maybe you wake up and you're sore and you don't want to know how. Uh, that just means you're getting old. Uh, but anyway, uh, make sure that you uh, check it out here on 2021. Maybe you're like, you know, th- this year is the year I do something about these aches and pains that just won't go away. Well, try relieffactor.com. Relief, relieffactor.com. It's very easy. You just order that three-week trial pack for just nineteen ninety-five, and uh, and let it do its work. Uh, and then see you in three weeks if you're feeling better. And if you are, keep it going. Nineteen ninety-five. the three-week uh, supply. It's the quick start pack at relieffactor.com. Check them out today. Or you can always go to rickandbubba.com and look under the sponsors button. All right, so we're coming back. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We've been hopping around uh, talking about a number of topics. The um, uh, the the chaos at the Capitol yesterday, uh, we're saving that for the main show. Rick and Bubba will jump into that after top of the hour. Um, a lot out there in news today. Uh, one personal story is that we came back from the break and – told you that not only did Bubba have COVID because a lot of you knew he had COVID because he, he was on, uh, he, he made it public, was on social media about it. And, and, uh, we appreciate all the well wishes and thoughts and prayers on Bubba. But what you didn't know is that I had it and Helmsy had it and it wasn't that we were hiding it. I just didn't post anything. Oh, secret. And, well, um, I stopped 
social media six months ago. Yeah, so. and so that's why you did. He watched that Netflix special. He, he did. Out. He yep. did. Scared me to death. Plus, right. I was wasting a lot of time on it. Yeah. yeah um, and so uh, we're in the SEC championship game. The 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 mystery was, <laughs> the mystery was, how did I get it? You know what I mean? I mean, I uh, that's weird because yeah. I'm not doing anything y'all aren't. I'm, From overgreeting? I'm doing the show, going home, might run an errand, uh, try to wear my mask, try to wash my hands when I get back in the truck, well, Greg try said to it. do the right thing. Greg said it best. One of the most dangerous things we were doing was coming to work. Yeah. Probably so. You're probably right. And apparently <clears throat> that's very accurate because yeah. I'm the super spreader and didn't know it. <laughs> um, Busted on up in Hey, here. just one day. We just needed one day left. Just one day. Yeah. Big year ender. Just one day away, and and y'all would not have even gotten. I'll it. give you this: you did a good job doing the tuber dance, considering you had COVID. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Uh, it was. You did have a. Now that I think back, I could tell you were sick that day. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love. Well, I know. <laughs> you know, I, now that I think back, when I know that that meter <laughs> that I have on you, you look up like oh, I tell you what. Um, so we were discussing what happened. We were, let's go back to Terry, my wife. Remember, uh, I guess a week or so prior to Fever. me getting sick, uh, she came down with something. It was like on that Thursday or Friday, the week before, right? No, it was before that. It, it was like she had it a week and a half before uh, that Tuesday or that Friday. So let's see, boom. Yeah, I guess so. She it probably was it was probably days. the Tuesday because we were the trying Tuesday to, of the week before. The only reason I know I this, think that's when she but, well because sick. we were trying to figure out when I can was coming back. Was I going to come back Monday or Wednesday? Yeah, because it was either are we coming back twelfth day, fourteenth day? Yeah, I what, can't remember. And so we were also on that exact same time trying to figure out if you should come back because she tested negative, mm-hmm. but she was still sick. And so they were thinking, yeah. okay, do we – who comes back? So you came on back Monday, and you I didn't come out. back till Wednesday. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, because, yeah, because – Because we didn't have science because to follow I th- I think on your got, case. She had the send-off she test. Negative. She had yeah. the send-off yeah. test done that previous Friday. It wasn't Friday. Test, so we were like, Correct. Yeah, and right. so it was the, the, the 48-hour 48 48 send-off test or whatever. Hey, 24 to 72 hours, we got the results or whatever. Yeah. And she had and, only and, had and, symptoms not very long, right? When she went to get Correct, tested. correct. Yeah, she started – she came in one day, and, you know, when somebody just looks flushed, they don't look good, and she's like, I don't feel good. Yeah. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? She said, I don't know. I just I, – it's like it's just hit me. Like somebody just slapped me across the face. I just don't feel good. I'm like, really? Of course, then I'm like, <gasps> what are you talking about? Yeah, we're on And I think that was on a Thursday. Yeah. And then so that Thursday night, we got in quickly to an urgent care, and they're in Helena, and they said, okay, we're going to test you, but not only are we going to test you, we're going to run you for the, 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 the just the standard flu, strep, and all that. So we're going to get to swab in here, and we'll know those results quickly, and then we'll do the send-off test for, for COVID. And you so didn't I come said, in I Friday. I out that Friday yep. because I'm like, guys, I'm just learning this. I'll sit out. We'll wait on the results. Yep. And then that Saturday evening, late or yeah. late afternoon, we got the call exactly. that she was negative. Yeah, I remember that. So then the decision was, all right, well, Speedy, come on back Monday. Okay. Well, she was still fighting something. I don't know what it was at the time. I'm like, this is weird. But she still is- – we isolated. That's when I went to the couch. I'm, I'm masked when I go in the room. I'm bringing her food. What she's not walking around the house or anything like that, and so she gets through. And I mean, she was really sick. I mean, you remember she went up to like a 103 yeah, one time, absolutely. And that's high for an adult. Um, and and so then the mystery starts, right? What did she have? Uh, well, then fast forward to the big year ender, and 
Um, You're obviously sick that morning. Yeah, I guess so, obviously. and and didn't know it. Well, you look, uh, and then I get tested. Well, we could have got results, it from you either Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Uh, uh, when does it go back to? You know, I mean, when the health department called for the state and started quizzing me on everything, they normally do go two days prior. So to, from whenever you had symptoms, yeah. okay. If, if it was fr- okay, then we're going to go back to yeah. Wednesday. Is what we're going to do. Um. Well, so uh, the the mystery started, and then we got the antibody test done for Terry yesterday, and it came back she does have the antibodies, wow. and it was a very strong signal. So mm-hmm. she's but, one of those cases where she tested too early. I, yeah, and, and I guess that's that is to everybody out there. If you get symptoms and then rush to, and I think the same thing happened is, to my wife. Yeah, I, I think I think that can. It, it can come back as a false negative. Yeah. That's why when I went and got tested once, I heard you and Bubba both had, and this is before I knew Hams had it. Mm-hmm. It had been, it was that following Wednesday, so right. I'd been exposed to you that Friday. Yeah, which or is before, long, long enough. So it was yeah. long enough. So yeah. I felt. And plus, I really didn't have any. So I had, I was like kind of a runny nose. But yeah. I said, well, heck, speed. He didn't have many either. Right. But I but, guess depending, but I feel good about mine being negative because yeah. I didn't have any symptoms and I had waited nearly a week. And you know, I, I think it's I think it's a balancing act to be honest with you because depending on your symptoms, you don't need to let it get too bad either. No, you do so, not. So you don't need to sit around and wait to day four to go get tested right. when you are really sick. Well, we heard the caller yesterday about her oxygen. Yeah, she let it get so low that they were like, "Oh, you better come on in." Right now, a friend of mine that that is educated in this field, uh, he said. I would I would never just get one test. He goes, I would go back and get at least two yeah. because they're so inaccurate. Uh, and I'm sorry to the medical field, that's not a slap yeah. to you. That's just especially I if mean, you have symptoms. If you yeah. have symptoms and you're getting a negative, and you go, yeah, 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 then you might, you know, and 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 you can handle the symptoms, and you don't need to get medical help. You might go, you know, in two days, I'm gonna go back and get tested again. Especially if you're going see. planning on having people over or going somewhere, being around people. Yeah. Um. But and here's the mystery. Okay, and I'm talking about facts and what's happened. Okay, we we all know that that Tyler had it. Uh, JC had it at school. He stayed at school. You know, yeah. got it from whatever. Now Terry's had it, and I've had it. Reese, somehow during all of that, the his his well, JC wasn't there, but with Tyler there, Terry there, me there, Reese has not gotten it yet. Up to this point, I'm talking about history, so I don't jinx him. Okay, I'm yeah. talking about what we know. So I'm like, well, maybe he needs to get the antibody test. I don't know. Is he one of those that walked around with no symptoms? I, I have no idea. Or is he just, are we just doing a good enough job isolating him where he hadn't picked it up? I he have may no be, idea. Like I th- and, and the way boys are, and, and girls to extent too, these teenagers, mm-hmm. they're so resilient yeah. on things. Yeah. They can have a fever for four hours and they never really even know it. True. And th- th- those type of things have been going on too with folks. I, I'm convinced that's what happened with Braden. There was a... There was an after this is when Caroline had it. Mm-hmm. There was a time where there was about four to six hours where he didn't feel good, like Caroline didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. But after that, he was fine. We never went and got him tested or anything like mm-hmm. that because we just assumed and we didn't want to get out. Yeah. He didn't want to get the test. Yeah, and we just kind of assumed he probably. So if he took this antibodies test, I guarantee he'd have the and same. The antibody test is really something else. They're extremely accurate, and it's like either it comes in dark red or it's really light. It'll tell you how soon you've had it, like you a know, pregnancy test. Bubba, really. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it 
brings me to my knees. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. How about it? How about that? To start this hour with uh, a song that uh, seems to get sadder by the day, our national anthem. the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Your phone calls today and uh, we will chat with you and uh, let America speak while you still can. Uh, at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We thank you for being with us as uh, we uh, have started and celebrated 27 years of the Rick and Bubba show and Lord willing, looking forward to many, many more with you as we all walk through life together as we have done for the past 27 years. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all here and ready to go. Uh, our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. You can go there for all the information about the Rick and Bubba show and then some. Uh, we thank all of you that are listening on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network, listening on our TuneIn app, uh, Radio. You're watching live or archived on YouTube. You're listening to podcast archives. However you are here today, we are thankful that you are here and thankful that we're living in a time that if you want Rick and Bubba, by golly, you can get Cause it's a bittersweet symphony that's Well, let's bring in the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive, and we'll get the whole team on the field. Speaking, of course, of the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man in here, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English, 
Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill. Bubba Bussey! How about you, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, come on in. Let the fuse run now, brother, because you ain't got a lot of time. Blackberry Smoke, that song feels a little different today. Oh, it does. It does. How are you today, sir? You know what? I'm good. How, how, anything going on? Yeah, a little few things. How about this? Uh, uh, some of it you probably don't know about, but uh, at 3.41 a.m. Eastern Time this morning, the Congress has certified the election of 2020. It is over. It is over. I'm very proud of myself. You can't always get what you want incredible really amazing don't be stupid just playing this for one last time you might find deal or no deal i don't wear a toupee it's my hair so um that was uh, uh something we got to play for four years yep, yep. and uh and uh, i know there's some people thinking he may run again in 2024 i i highly doubt that but i mean it could happen i guess probably not after yesterday's events it, uh, it it will be, you know, it'll play out. He'll have some kingmaker uh, ability for a while, and I don't know that he will run again. He's going to be fairly old. Uh, but I think that the idea and the movement, the popularistic movement of what he started will, will be around for a while. That will be probably a longer yeah. legacy of that. Uh, also, we do have some policies that we know will make the economy move forward, and we need to take note of that. Uh, yesterday, a little crazy uh, in D.C. as we all watched that unfold. You know, Rick, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll be breaking it all down. There's a lot, of, uh, a lot of information with all this today. The right to peacefully assemble and protest and redress the government is a precious right, and we should use that. But the minute that you break a gate, go over a fence, break a window, you're no longer a protester. You're a rioter. And mm-hmm. at that point, you're illegal. And we saw that with Black Lives Matter protest. We've seen that with MAGA protest. The few. Antifa. Antifa well, were, Antifa's, let me tell you they're what. They're anarchists, yeah. Antifa just, yeah, and the anarchists are playing both sides of the street, guys. Yeah. And they're making fools out of all of us. And we need to call that bunch. Both sides need to call that bunch. Um, but it was, uh, you, you know, it was just there was a whole range of emotions yesterday watching all that. Uh, we have, by the way, four dead now total uh, in, in all of this. 
Um, and I'm kind of shocked, too, that the Capitol cannot secure itself a little better than that. Um, <laughs> that was shocking. It was. But now, here is the thing. While it shouldn't have happened, you're going to see people today who condemn this who was praising the Black Lives Matters marches, saying it was just a mostly peaceable, peaceful event, that this and that and the people have spoke, and this is great, this is democracy. You can't say that and be against what you saw yesterday. Or, both of them were wrong. Or before, yeah, yeah be both of everyone. them on both sides of the fence. If right. you, if both of them are wrong. We're trying to be consistent, and we will unpack that because it's okay to unpack the details involved with all of them because I think that's important for our country and has been. We've been talking about this all year. That's the reason why, and and I put this out um, last night because I'm I'm completely confused and I don't understand the we're better than this people. Oh, I know. Who are, what are y'all talking about? We're better than this. Yeah. Have, have y'all watched our country? This lately? is two years in the making. How about, yeah. We're not better Goodness than this. Gracious. This is who we are now. Yeah. I mean, and, and, I, and, and, frankly, and, and I'm shocked. Is, if we've did, been on this slide. It didn't happen sooner. <laughs> and that's the reason why I'll come, we'll come back. But that's the reason why I'm with you guys and some of the people yesterday that were trying to be kind but asking, did this catch anybody by surprise? This was a powder keg yesterday, and, and I knew yeah. it was going in. So I'm with you guys. Where I've, I've seen more security on days that weren't near as a powder keg as yesterday. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand that. That, that, that was that seemed almost goofy. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Thank you for being with us. So let's try to get updated. By the way, Will of Meat uh, is in play. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, back this week after a two-week hiatus. Yesterday's Bible study is archived now, so you can go get it. It came back this week, yesterday. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, will be back this weekend. We are going to interview Speedy's daddy. Speedy daddy. John Wilburn will be our first uh, guest for 2021 on Rick and Bubba University. We'll talk about uh, the new line of children's books that we've told you about before, but we'll delve into uh, life of uh, life of Speedy through the eyes of his dad as well. His dad has an incredible testimony and a fascinating story. We'll talk about all that uh, coming up uh, on Rick and Bubba University. We'll record that today, and you can consume that this weekend on your own time when made available wherever podcasts are found. Uh, all right, so here's what we're going to try to do today. And I know it's no longer... Uh, this is not. This is you know. We we've always been a little against the grind. Do you agree, Bubba? We kind of do. Uh, I thought one of the kindest things that somebody sent me on our twenty seventh birthday, and the last thing they put in the text was nobody can out Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Okay, we are uh, a, a unique product, and we do things a, a certain way. And no matter if times change, there's certain things on this show that that are that are they're they're immovable. Okay, and one of them is I don't care how society's changed. And I don't care how mad it makes some of you. We are going to discuss topics, and we're going to talk about all the aspects of it, and we're going to talk about in a, in a balanced way uh, the way things used to be in this country when you could actually give an opinion and say, I tell you, I disagree with this completely, but, I, hey, we got to understand this. And over here, I tell you what I don't like, and I don't like the way that – you know. And, and there's a time now, like, what's going to happen, Bub and I talked about in the office, when we're done with the show today, there's going to be a group of people who will incorrectly – say that we were not harsh enough about this 
Then there'll be another group that says we all just folded like a cup. <laughs> and, 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 You're right. Yeah, yeah, you know, and so what we're going to do is actually try to talk about something this country needs desperately. And it's not love, by the way. It's truth. Yeah. This country in this world desperately needs truth. And there, we're how about t- this, Rick? There is no love without truth. Correct. And mm-hmm. there's and, and, and it is true that we need to be sure that when we are handing out truth, we do it with love as well. But you got to have them both. They're, they're equal pillars, not one stronger than the other. So let's, uh, let's start to unpack. Uh, let's update, first of all, it appears, as of right now, talking to you live, those of you who are listening live, that the, uh, the, the president, uh, talking about Trump, has said, look, we've, we've made our run. We've, we've let our disagreements be heard. Things got a little out of hand yesterday. We will have a smooth transition of power. Uh, and I have uh, exhausted all of my avenues to try to, you know, get my election, uh, what, which he believes and many believes. And I think uh, I think I think that's pretty common that there's we there's some things that went on in states uh, that uh, concerning our Constitution that, that we shouldn't like. But uh, the process has run its course uh, and every uh, avenue has been tried. Uh, and the president says he will be handing power over to the next administration. And as you said, Bubba, it is over. I mean, that, that, that'll do it. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are upset and sad. But, sure. Uh, and, and we had people who got out of control yesterday. We, we had people scale the fence at the White House. You know, we forget about that. Mm-hmm. We had 30 Secret Service agents that were hurt when they had to carry Trump to a bunker Correct. during the protest, yeah. remember? Okay. So there's no angels in this, okay? We're all in the mud together with various shades of gray. But here's what I think we ought to take from this, and this is the positive note. Our forefathers put together a system that was a compromise that has worked amazingly well. There's points where it's ugly. There's points where we feel like it is failing us, but it still works. The process of certifying the election from the electors in the Congress took place with people objecting, with lively debate about it, some of the debate getting out of control. Yeah. But they voted, the majority carried, the election was certified. It is over. It's over. Okay. Do I think this election was 100% square? No, I don't. Do I think there were shenanigans that went on legally and illegally? Yes, I do. But we were not able to prove that in a court of law. Couldn't prove it. Couldn't prove it. So it did it didn't get a it didn't get a hearing. It didn't happen. It's over. We move on. The process worked. Even though it was messy, even though it was unnerving, the process worked. Now we have if you and look, we don't get to go to the back of the civics book like this very often. We need to we need to grasp this and and learn and you know know next time. If the Congress, if enough people in the Congress had thought that there was enough things going on that they could not have trust, they didn't have trust in these numbers. They could have rejected it. They would come back today and they would choose the president. That is the last, that's the end of the book. That is the Omega page in our Constitution, okay? But they said they had enough confidence in it that it was close enough we're going forward, and we will. 
And on the 20th, Joe Biden will be sworn in as president. I, I have – it's almost comical to me to people go, well, what if Trump doesn't leave? Trump will be carried out by the guards on the 20th the minute after Joe Biden says I do because he will be president of the United States of America, whether I like it or not. Yeah, they, they move you and your family out. See, the, the people do that. The president yeah. really has no say in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, uh, the, the, look, his key is no good. Right. Uh, yeah. when, you know, if he goes to the inauguration, when he comes back, his codes are no good anymore. Yeah, the staff uh, at the White House is, <laughs> is a lot like a football coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever color that, they, that it, they've been hired to wear, they wear that color and they serve that family. Yeah. That's yeah. right. You know, right. And, and, and you think you think you made a connection to him and maybe you did but on the 20th they begin to serve the biden administration and you know what your where your stuff is it's out on it's out there on the sidewalk and you can get it and go the mm-hmm. people yeah. the people yesterday went too far and they broke the law and they need to be prosecuted just like people who had a fair and case that needed to be heard with black lives matters carried it too far broke the law and those need to be prosecuted too Part of the problem, I think, yesterday was that we did not see a strong enough response to some of the rioting that went on earlier in our country this year, so people thought they could get away with it. No, you're right. And they did. If you shut down those other riots when they got out of control, when they came over fences, when they kicked gates open and started threatening people who were out defending their property with their, their second right, their Second Amendment right, if you had shut that down, you wouldn't have had that yesterday. Well, no, you're right. And, and you know, I, I, the, and this is, we all know this, it's home team stuff now. But CNN's reaction to this, and, and, and when I say that, that includes everybody that's CNN-like. It was embarrassing. It, it's almost like Cuomo on CNN. He just acts like, and, and Tapper and all that, they just act like, and they, we have the footage. I mean, all you got to do is go watch it. People are showing it. Cuomo said during all the, the rioting in the cities, well, of course, he was wrong. He undoubtedly hadn't read the First Amendment. Where is it saying the First Amendment that these things have to be nice? And then he said the thing he shouldn't have said, or peaceful. Well, no, peaceful's actually there. Yeah, that's uh, uh, So you, first of all, you want to read the First Amendment. But but Cuomo was out there saying, hey, baby, when people get upset, who said in this country they got they to act civil? Well, then, then if you think that everybody who rebel roused should be held accountable, and I agree with that, so should you. Yep. Because to Bubba's point, these people looked at what went on all summer and said, I guess this is the way you do things. Yeah, it's okay to kick a gate open right. and go on in. Help yourself. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. I know when th- look, we got new beginnings, uh, new years, and you start thinking about you know this is that time of year where people say I- I'm losing that weight. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Well, maybe you have been uncomfortable with your smile, and you're like, I know I haven't done anything about this, and what are my options? Can I- can I give you an option that may be just perfect for you, and that is candidco.com/slash Bubba. If you're unhappy with your smile, you, you can do this without having to, you know, go to all these appointments. Thousands of people have used candidco.com slash Bubba. 
Rick, what is that? I'm hearing about this for the first time. Okay, here's what it is. It's clear, comfortable, removable, and practically invisible aligners to help straighten uh, your teeth. For example, Cameron, who listens to us out of the Music City, said it helped to him uh, get perfect teeth for his wedding. Some people were putting off, and he had a wedding coming up. He's like, I don't have a jacked-up smile in my wedding pictures. And Candid, uh, co.com slash bubble, was able to get that done. And you will be monitored closely. You'll be uh, The treatment is prescribed and monitored. Uh, by a licensed orthodontist. Now, that's important that I say that because some of the competition out there that makes some of these same claims, they just use general dentists, and you don't want that when it comes to tooth uh, uh, straightening. You want someone who does that for a living uh, and not someone who doesn't really have an expertise in that. So the average treatment's about six months, so you'll start seeing results uh, way before that, though. Uh, so if you'd like to look your best in 2021, start straightening your teeth today uh, by going to candidco.com slash Bubba. Right now, we'll save you $75 on that starter kit if you use the code Bubba at candidco.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So, Bubba, we have uh, some things to, to definitely unpack, and we're going to continue to unpack this and try you know, I know the times we're living in, you're really not allowed to take a topic and actually look at it from all angles without, yeah, I know, without somebody yeah. screaming about a quarter of the way into it. Uh, so so let us walk this out. And, and honestly, too, I, I've been hearing what Obama and Bush said. I, I don't think they're really helping either. I, I don't think they're saying the things that we're saying that I think is actually right, that we have got to take a big chill pill in this country, both sides. You know? Yeah, uh, right now updating some things. Uh, D.C. police say, as you said, Bubba, four are dead. I want to add this. Fifty-two have been arrested. Uh, both, all of us are a little bit shocked by the, the lack of security. I mean, yesterday we had the, the sitting president who was going to have a rally yep. to, to, to inspire his supporters to say the election has been stolen from you and nobody thought. That there, there's something maybe beef security up a little yeah, bit. This, this the, is the no, big. This no, is no, the big no, finale. Nobody, nobody, you know? nobody thought that yeah. that was going to be a, a powder keg and to go ahead and mark off and go. This is where you can protest. Stay here, and we're going right. to you know have yeah. a perimeter, and we're going to protect it. Right. You can, protest, can I tell you? You're going to protest right here. I, I'm shocked, and I'm going to go back because I, I think you have to look at both events when the White House uh, look, fence was <laughs> breached back a few months ago, and they had to put Trump in the bunker. And what happened yesterday? I'm shocked you can breach the fence at the White House or breach the fence at the Capitol and not be shot. Uh, yeah. And honestly, if you do, I think you need to be. <clears throat> right. Am, am I a bad person for be a saying lot, that? There's well, going to be a lot less people trying to do well, it. If you I, do I guarantee you, you, you mow down a row of them, you won't have it again. Ever. Yeah. And, well, and you know how you keep from being shot? Don't go up there acting the fool. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is pretty simple, guys. Well, yeah, anytime you leave what our Constitution allows and you step out to what it does not allow, then you have to suffer the consequences for that. And, I, and, I've been, and we've been saying that for the entire year, not just, yes, not just today. Now, some people are just now saying that today, yeah. uh, which is awfully convenient. We've been saying this the entire year, and, and it must, we've got to get to the point to where, as all of you have been saying, and I agree with you, that, that there's certain types of behavior – that we think are are good uh, and it's okay and, and this is the way it ought to be, or, or, or it's not. Not it's okay if it's my team, it's not okay if it's yours. I mean, that sounds like football fans. Yeah, we're uh, look, so, law and order does not care if you have an RD by your name. It does not care what your passions are. It doesn't care about your religion. That's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Rule of law says you don't break a fence, you don't kick a gate in, 
You don't break glass and go somewhere that you're not invited to come in. And if you do, you're going to reap the consequences of that. And honestly, I'm very disappointed the Capitol wasn't better secured. I would not be unhappy uh, today. It would be tragic to lose more life than we lost. But I can't believe they didn't shoot a whole bunch of people. What worries our security at? Well, I, I, well, you, you, but Bubba, you have to understand. Um, of course, I guess the fact that these, if they all were Trump supporters, I guess maybe if you're in law enforcement, if you shoot Trump supporters, you probably don't get as much in as, as much trouble, you know. But I don't know if you've noticed, there's been a real thing in this country that's got law enforcement, you know, having to, to think through every moment, putting them in unnecessary risk because what we, we we try to take their lives and destroy them if they shoot somebody, even yeah. if the person's actions got them in that situation. Well, I, I think law enforcement today, I think we've got them so shell-shocked, no pun intended, uh, that uh, that I don't think they operate in the way they once did. Well, I, I think all you, the guys – this is not something that just happened yesterday. This We have been headed to this place – For a long time. For years, especially this year. We, we, are, we, we are a country that has lost its way. Okay, and, and, and this is not a political statement. What you're seeing, people say, I'll tell you what you saw yesterday. No, I'll tell you what you see yesterday. You're watching a country that continues to turn away from God. You're watching a post-Christian country. And you're reaping the benefits of it. And if you'll look through the, around the world, you'll see what post-Christianity and, and, and embracing uh, secularism looks like. We're, we, we're becoming a completely secular country. We, we, have, we have just looked in the face. We, there are things that there was a time in this country we, we, w- we could not stomach. And we walk around through our day while horrible, grotesque things happen, and we couldn't give a rip about it. Yep. And we, it. And we wonder, how did this happen? We've all become confused Americans. Confused Americans. How, how can anybody be – who was caught off guard by this yesterday? What's wrong with y'all? And you're going to see a – How did this happen? Mm. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> you mean if you burn crap and tear things down and steal crap and punch people? That a, that a, a protest about a, 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 stolen, a, a stolen election might turn rowdy? <laughs> how did this happen? I mean, what, are we idiots? Uh, yes, we are. And yeah. see, to answer your question, we are. We're a bunch of big idiots people in this don't, country. We are. We're foolish yeah. you know, in so many ways. We've got it so good, we can't even, we can't even enjoy the, what we do have going. And, You're right. And, and let me show you about confused American, okay? And, and he, he can wear all kinds of colors, okay? <laughs> and, and it wasn't going to happen, okay? But I still want to talk about facts. I know that's an odd thing now. Oh, yeah. Those those who did this yesterday, there were congressmen that were with you, and your actions turned them against you yes. and made the the hope of possibly overturning these results. You made that less likely, not more likely. You did not help your cause. Yeah. Nope. How about this? Nail and coffin. Listen. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I got, the, I got, yeah. I got yeah. the Lindsey Graham speech. I've got the – my gosh, uh, y'all turned Lankford against you. I know. Mm-hmm. You know, who was all in to try yeah. to turn this thing yeah. over in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's let's go back to this again. Just have some sense, okay? Let's say you're going to be a rioter and you're going to be uh, – uh, I'm, I'm taking over the Capitol, okay? Un- understood about that. I even understand that. I understand that sentiment in an American blood. I got it. We have it in our DNA. Right. This is – by the way, straight up, nobody wants to say this. It's wrong. Let me be clear. Shouldn't happen. People who broke the law should be prosecuted. There's people dead that shouldn't be dead. Everybody hear me? Got it. 
but this isn't the same thing as looting so I can steal TVs. It's not. It's okay. not. It's okay. Not. okay. Okay. But it, it's, it's a misguided. But it, it's, it's misguided. It's not the yeah. same thing but, as but, but, it's wrong, burning down a private business and, and yeah. stealing their it's stuff. It's not motivated by the same thing. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Yep. But the and, I, and I'm not afraid. That is just true. It is. Okay. It's fact but but it's but it's not the way to go because it, because it was ineffective. Right. And here's the thing. So what happened is if you were going to do this, what you shouldn't have done. My gosh! At least wait until the process is over, and then be mad. Yeah, you, you idiots! Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all stopped any chance. Yeah. yeah, of this. You actually, you cut the legs out of your own movement. Absolutely. Just like we've seen other groups that yeah. had right. a legitimate complaint to at least be heard on. Yep, to there have a go. discussion. All oh, that's over now. But we lost the momentum. Because we had to break windows and tear down things and all that. And it happened, y'all, it's on both sides. And don't think for a minute that the move to the left is what gave you Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Okay. So all of this works out. There's there's a physics here, there's a gravity to this. And some of us that are grown ups in the middle mm-hmm. are going to have to take charge and quit being so passive in this. And those of you that want to move toward a Trump type private businessman you gave your opponents everything they needed yesterday you know what they'll say now this is the trump presidency you and handed the deep state exactly what they needed. you did rick and bubba rick and bubba The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, 10 minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, unpacking what happened yesterday and trying to walk through this in a kind of a lost art in our country in a methodical, balanced way, uh, looking at uh, all sides of it as best we can um, and not being clouded by bias, even though we all have some bias. There's no way around that. Uh, but but speaking and, and talking truth, whether it's uncomfortable or, or you know maybe, well, you can't say that. Uh, and being responsible at the same time as best we can. So, uh, so we'll top of the hour. We'll we'll play some of the excerpts uh, to make the point we just did that uh, this this action actually hurt the cause uh, more than it helped it. And you'll see that in uh, the Lindsey, Lindsey Graham speech and some others. And and then we'll get into this thing that you know Donald Trump. This is exactly what his uh, enemies wanted uh, to say. He's the most evil thing that's ever happened, and he must be banned from all social media. We'll get into all that coming yeah, up at, at the top there. Way out of control. Yeah, well, and, you know, we, we condemn violence. We condemn lawlessness no matter who it is, uh, what their cause is. That's because we're a country of laws. But I will tell you this. There was a moment yesterday, and I know I'm going to be misunderstood when I say this. Do you, do you want, because I know what you're going to say. Get ready. And and is there? can everybody just li- – what's going to happen is people – pick up their phone or get in front of their laptop mm-hmm. or their computer. I may be one of the few people that still have just a full-blown computer in an office. <laughs> and and they're going to they want to start typing to you. What what's happened is, you know, and I used to be this way, so I want y'all to understand and I've tried to really work on it. Where I'm ready to say what I want to say before you're finished. Okay? So I start responding to like the first few seconds of what right. you say right. as opposed to listening to everything that you're saying because I'm more concerned about what I want to say than what you're saying. So everybody be quiet and listen to Bubba walk this all the way out. Okay. Uh, there's a term called tickling the dragon's tail. Okay. 
And uh, some people mm-hmm. may know what I'm talking about, some may not. But I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you the little history of this. After Hiroshima, Nagasaki, and we were moving into the beginning of the Cold War, we didn't exactly fully have a grasp of what we had with atomic weapons, and we're still learning and trying to figure out how we can use this and what it is. And to to have an explosion, you have to have critical mass, and that is two subcritical masses come together and they start a chain reaction that causes a giant release of energy, okay? So the cores that they were building at the time was slightly bigger than a softball, but they would cut them in half, plutonium. And if you got them together, they would explode, and it didn't take very long at all. But you could keep them an inch apart, and they wouldn't explode. So scientists were playing with these and they would take the spacers out and they would use a screwdriver. And if you've seen any of these, uh, fat man movie and all this atomic bomb, yeah, they, they played out this scenario. It actually happened later after the explosions, but, um, they put it before just so you could see what they were doing and they would take a screwdriver. (laughs) Now they're playing with plutonium out of the, out of the (laughs) core live in the room and they would, they would let it down, and they would bump the edge with the other. And guess what? Blue light would flash through the room, and they would feel heat. Of course, they were getting radiated. Oh, my goodness. And they would call it tickling the dragon's tail. They would even call people in like it was a circus no, act and go, it. hey, guys, yeah. y'all watch this. Woo! Yeah. Blue light just went through the room. What was that? Well, it was the beginning of an atomic explosion, and they're playing with it with a screwdriver. Okay, they killed a lot of people doing that. By the way, I bet. So you you have tickle the dragon moments when you're playing with something that is enormously larger than you. Okay, and there was a tickle the dragon moment yesterday. Again, I don't I don't condone what happened yesterday. I condemn it. It was sad. It it shouldn't have happened. Just like a lot of these protests shouldn't have happened. People's lives were ruined and people lost their life and it shouldn't have happened. But the tickle the dragon moment in this is a message to our elected officials, Nancy, Chuck, even the Republicans, Mitch, okay, Pence, Trump, whoever, that there's a point where you can push we the people too far. And we'll respond. And sometimes it's not pretty and it ain't legal. But you need to keep that in mind. Always. Yeah, I, I just looked up and, and saw, because we we're, we're, we got to be careful. we got to tell the whole truth about this country. I just looked up and saw somebody you know that's been up there on the government trough for, good gosh, 40, 50 years, saying that our founding fathers warned us against mob rule. And he's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But our founding fathers also warned us against a tyrannical government. That's yeah. right. That's right. There's two sides to every equation. Yeah. Everything's a balance sheet. Mm-hmm. Debit and credit. Mm-hmm. It's all on one page. And and I, I agree with you, and, and I hate the lives that were lost, and, and I hate that this was the approach that was taken because I, I actually just think it's a, it was also just a bad strategy. And it is, yeah, it it is a sign of, of the state of our country, and this has been something that we have been approving of for quite a long time now. And then we, you know, we, it's just like I keep talking about when, you know, people, even people of faith, 
and it's just our human nature, and I'm, I'm as guilty of it as anybody. I'll tell you one thing. God didn't bring wrath down on this country. He owes Sodom and Gomorrah an apology. How many times have you heard that? Especially, right. especially the person who thinks they're the first one to ever say it to you. And then God rains, We've all down, said then God rains down his I've wrath, and we go, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what, what, why are we so surprised by things? I don't, I don't, I don't, that, that, that boggles my mind. But I will agree with you, Bubba. I think there, there does come a time, especially with these, these government officials and politicians, um, it's okay for them to fear the people. And I think that I think yesterday, seeing some of them terrified, yeah, I probably enjoyed that more than I should have. Rick, finish because that's what people are going to take. Well, I mean, I'm just talking well, about. That's a I, I, we've already said. Moment. We've already said. Yeah, I think shouldn't that, have happened. Think, it was illegal. They need to be prosecuted. Right. I'm just thinking, all of them that break the law. I'm just telling you, there was a moment yesterday that I think a lot of them thought, "Well, my goodness, people really do get angry out there." You know, so, I mean, because they get insulated away from yeah, people, yeah. and they get in there and they live in their world, and and it's only going to get worse. Let me be clear with everybody: if we move to socialism, this next next administration is taking over the government. So maybe it'll even help them because we talked about the government. When you get to tyrannical governments, they want to live one way, and then we all live another way, and they really have no regard for how it affects our individual lives, like shutting down in pandemics and letting, you know, not even care, just haphazardly doing things because, you know, it doesn't affect them. And I Changing think, election laws last minute just to suit your party or mm-hmm. your outcome. Yeah. People people get upset about that. Yeah. And and so, and, and, and I do think this, which is an uncomfortable truth that we have to get to, and that's why I want to play, play the Lindsey Graham thing, is I do think we need to clarify we don't need uh, an American population – that keeps being told, which is what I say. If you want to change things in this country, you you get your votes together, you go out and fire people. But if the people start thinking that when they're told to do that and they go do it, but it may not count, yeah, or it may not the vote may not be the way they, you know, it was just straight up. It's not and it legit. May, and I'm okay with saying because I think I actually disagree. I I, I don't I, I think there's some things that went on that shouldn't go on. But I even had to tell uh, somebody I love yesterday. I said I think you need to come to the conclusion. I think that you have a naive point of view that you think our country is still a majority of people that think like you and me. And I don't think we are. I, I do not believe that. It's, it's pretty much split if you've seen any yeah. election lately. <laughs> All right, top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show, unpacking the stories of the day. On a much lighter note, Will of Meat's back behind me. That baby had spun in 2021. That could happen today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all here. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Right there is Bill Bubba Buster. 
Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. All right, so uh, let's jump into uh, – we've talked about yesterday a good bit in the first hour. And Again, let's try to get back to where we can have conversations and look at all angles of something and – you know, let's hold off. Look, here's what I would say to some of you out there today, especially if you got if you got if you got a beef with the show. Uh, let's have a conversation about it. Let's let's not uh, let's not get on social media where you know that's not where you have conversations. You got something to say? That's why we're here. We got eight six six. We be big, and we'll talk about it. And we'll be you know you be civil, <clears throat> we'll be civil, and and uh, and we can walk our way through all these uh, these times that we're in and. And we'll talk about that. One of the things we talked about is those that did this yesterday that broke the law uh, and behaved in a way that we had all said was unacceptable. Uh, again, no matter what side of the fence you're on, you have to decide whether these these kinds of actions are acceptable or unacceptable if people are going to be lawless. Um, I think they're unacceptable, and it's not the way to go. And one of the things we talked about is it wasn't even good strategy. And an example of that comes from, uh, I mean, Lindsey Graham was ready to get there and try to fight about uh, you know this being an unfair election and all that, and uh, these events yesterday uh, changed his mind, and here he is in his own words. Uh, Trump and I, we've had a hell of a journey. I hate it being this way. Oh, my God, I hate it. From my point of view, he's been a consequential president. But today, first thing you'll see, all I can say is uh, count me out. Enough is enough. I've tried to be helpful. But when the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled four to three that they didn't violate the, Supreme, uh, the Constitution of Wisconsin, I agree with the three, but I accept the four. If Al Gore can accept five, four, he's not president. I can accept Wisconsin four to three. Pennsylvania, it went to the Second Circuit. So much for all the judges being in Trump's pocket. They said, no, you're wrong. I accept the Pennsylvania Second Circuit that Trump's lawsuit wasn't, wasn't right. Georgia, they said the Secretary of State took the law in his own hands. He changed the election laws unlawfully. A federal judge said no. I accept the federal judge even though I don't agree with it. Fraud. They said there's 66,000 people in Georgia under 18 voted. How many people believe that? <laughs> I asked, give me 10. and had one. They said 8,000 felons in prison in Arizona voted. Give me 10. I hadn't gotten one. Does that say there's, there's problems in every election? I don't buy this. Enough's enough. We got to end it. So there it is. I mean, and, and see, he wasn't in that place. No, he wasn't. And, yeah. and, and then you had others, like I said, that, that changed where they were on mm-hmm. it as well because of that. You yeah. know, Lindsey's had quite a run with the president. Do you remember how it started? You remember Trump gave his cell phone number out, and they were. I remember they, <laughs> they were, were at it they were, to begin. And he with. said that he said we've had to, you know a time. <laughs> and then he was one of his strongest yeah. supporters. And he said, and I will tell you, unfortunately, now this is all everybody's going to remember because yeah. the the enemies of Trump this 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 gave them just a just a gift. Yep. Okay. Uh, because now, because we won't research things for ourselves anymore, you'll have a propaganda of all this stuff and say, well, this is what Trump did to our country. Mm-hmm. Now, you won't hear anything about the best economy we ever had. You won't hear anything about things that were done that uh, that were policies that would, that hopefully will help our country in the future. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hear any of that. Uh, you're going to hear this, and, and that was the point that he was making. He said, I actually think he, he'll be a consequential president, president, but now all we're going to know is this. Yeah. And, 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 and Lindsey Graham, you know, I've agreed with Lindsey Graham sometimes. I've disagreed with Lindsey yeah. Graham sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because you, you think. Yeah. You have a brain. Have God a brain. gave you an eight-pound gray mass that sits up on top of your head. Use it. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Yeah, but back uh, to last hour, 
the the rioters and those that broke into the Capitol hurt your own cause. And people like Lindsey Graham said, that's it. And, and he, it might have been a different speech if you hadn't done that. I don't know. So then we have the president who everybody kept telling him to calm the crowds, to tell them to go home. Took a little while to get that out of Trump. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's been now now the social media platforms like Twitter say they may ban him forever. Now, didn't he's on a 12 hour ban mm-hmm. at the moment. He's on a 12 hour ban. And I think he has to delete a few tweets two of them, uh, yeah. before he they'll let him back on. Yeah. I don't understand why they're doing that. But. Right. So here is uh, the, the we finally got the video from Trump yesterday. And of course, mm-hmm. some people you know, said it wasn't enough and all this. So so here here is uh, the president in, in his uh, in his own words. I know you're pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election, but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel, but go home and go home in peace. I think one of the things that hurt him in this, well, first of all, the fact that what he said the first couple lines, that hurt him. Second, right before this, he ripped Pence and Ewan on Twitter. <laughs> and so those those things were, that was really a shame. And as Bubba said, we've had to go back and all of us learn our civics. Um, and if you learned it, you may have forgotten it like us. I don't remember. And I, I'm going to be completely honest. We don't hon- use these pages a lot. No, and, I, <laughs> and I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. I don't know what the vice president can and can't do in these situations, so I'm not going to pretend that I do know. But I will. I, I did hear people that seem to know more than me. I'd like to hear what Mark Levin said about it. Levin was against the violence but saying, saying this is not our best course of action to try to get these things done. Uh, but uh, from what I've gathered from people that I think know what they're talking about, the president, who you would think would be well-versed on this, was asking Mike Pence to do something that constitutionally the vice president cannot do. Uh, and so Pence wasn't defying Trump. He was clinging to the Constitution. Uh, and the way Trump treated him, I thought, was showed, showed lack of character. Yeah. Uh, well, Pence all along we, we thought was a great addition because of his character, and he, he showed that character all the way through. But he just sat there and he was stoic through the whole thing, just following what were the yeah. – like you said, Bubba, many times the famous what we all learned the Roberts Rules of Order. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, and it went on into the night. Uh, and so I, I don't. Um, and, and you know what, too, and I, I want to say one more time what I said earlier for folks who didn't get it. I, I don't think you come away with it. You can be disgusted with the violence on both sides, uh, and we all should be. But I come away with a feeling that our Constitution is a pretty doggone good document. Oh, the fact because yeah. the process worked itself out. Now, we have some real losers up there in D.C., but uh, we, we don't have our best and brightest running our country. I think we'll all agree to that. Uh, but the Constitution, the process, the way it works out, we went to the back of the book, but it worked out. And we should be happy about that.
Yeah, and and we'll, we'll and and hopefully the Amer- and the American people are very fickle. Uh, the American people they love it. They, they they'll 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 get on with some kick, then we'll kick around and go back the other way. We've done this so many times. Oh, it always does. You know, you'll sit there and you'll think it's all of a sudden like we just lose our stomach for something, then we'll just change. I mean, you'll have somebody that's extremely liberal, and all of a sudden they'll swing back to somebody really conservative. Then then somebody so so conservative, we swing back to somebody who's really far to the left. And uh, so it's uh, it's been part of of our history. I do think this country. Uh, can survive any uh, administration because of what Bubba just said, how the founders set up uh, the Constitution. Now, losing the Senate is uh, not pretty, but I've seen in, on the rarest of occasions, it hasn't happened a lot in our history, where the right had control of everything and they really didn't get anything done. No, they had it the first two years of Trump, didn't get anything done. Yeah. And if you don't like who's in power, guess what? This is a great rallying cry for you to get ready for the next election. Or you run for office. That's right. We'll be back. Your Rick phone calls. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. All right, let's go get phone calls in uh, at eight six six. We be big in uh, Georgia, the great state of Georgia. Jan standing by. Jan, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. You are on. Go right ahead. Good morning, fellas. How are you today? We're fine, right. Jan. Hope you're okay. I am doing well. Um, back in the late eighties, I worked around Capitol Hill. Uh, a number of times uh, up on the at the office buildings and and around the Capitol there, and at that time the, there had been some bombings and things, and they had just put up the big concrete barricades outside and and started the hyper security. And when you go to the to the building, there are magnetometers and armed guards at every entrance to that building. And what surprised me the most yesterday was seeing people screaming through one of those doors at the Capitol building and not being challenged at all. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we were talking about that, like that one footage they keep showing. We got one, looks like a security guard, no offense to him. I mean, he has an important role, is being chased up the steps by a bunch of protesters. He's the only one, and, and there's no backup for him or anything for quite a while. I mean that 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 just seemed odd. I agree with you, uh, Crystal in Alabama. Crystal, go ahead. Crystal, can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. You're on. Hey, how are y'all this morning? Good, oh, great. Good. Um, I was calling. Um, there's a lot of independent video that I saw yesterday. It was hard to get it. I was working between my phone and my YouTube on my TV to try to catch these live feeds. Um. I believe a lot of that that was shown by the media and these pictures of people with guns drawn, like the gentleman just said about them at at the gate, and there's one security guard, that was staged, I believe. Like you said earlier, Trump, he he had a lot of opposition. Things were kind of going the way we wanted it to, so it doesn't make sense that they would storm it. There's also video of police moving certain barricades and letting people in. There's a lot of independent video. If it hasn't been scrubbed yet, y'all can see it. It was hard to get it. I follow Monkey Works on YouTube. He had a person on the ground in the crowd. Um, 
I look at mainstream media, but I also look at the alternatives. And y'all, we are being snowed. Like, that wasn't Trump doing that. That was people that knew Trump had really? a chance and that people Crystal. were upset about Crystal. the election. Wow. Crystal, wow. Crystal, let me, let me ask you something. Love you. Thank you okay. for calling. Uh, they were going to debate yesterday. They did not have the votes to overturn the election even before the riot. I under- I understand that completely. Okay. So it I'm was not, going I'm to it was going to happen either way. Here is what I think. I and I Rick, we were talking about this. We have some kind of drunk obsession with uh, conspiracies in this country. Mm. I, it is the craziest thing I've seen. If I'm, if it's I all right ha- to yeah. be curious about oh, stuff and to, and to be discerning, but we will just gobble up the conspiracy. I mean, with two hands. Mm. I mean, just wide open. So here's what I really think happened yesterday. You had a bunch of well-meaning, passionate people who were protesting. You had some Antifa people in there. You had some bad eggs who were Trump guys, okay? They got to, you know, and a mob feeds on itself, and they got out of control, okay? They went too far. They broke the law, yes, and they hurt their own cause. It was not going to go their way anyway, but at one point it was a great show of we don't like what's going on. That was the American way. Then you cross the line. Okay, that's that's it. Yeah. That's all it is. And all I, and all I would say is, yeah, you do have to vet out news today. We have to do it every day, and there's tons of bad information. But I want to be be careful because I think our society has turned into these kinds of people in general. Just because I've got a moving camera and I'm running around, and I've got a YouTube channel. You might want to vet me out too. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and, you know, so I'm, I'm with you, Bob. I think it was a hodgepodge. I will tell you this. I tried to go back on this kind of stuff and just deal with facts. You and I both, you may not remember, received an email from a livid uh, supporter of this show saying that you and I aren't willing to do what needs to be done and we need to get with them and go to, to, to the Capitol. Uh, there comes a time when you got to do more. Y'all, y'all not willing to do it. Y'all aren't doing anything to keep this from happening. And that attitude was in a, a a vein of Trump supporters that they were going to go up there and they were going that they were going that they were going to be heard from and 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 the attitude was it was going to be if they were going to do whatever they thought was necessary and that we weren't really patriots because we weren't. I mean that that absolutely that wasn't, absolutely and, and Tifa didn't send me that because email. I I have talked to him I know him yeah you do too yeah and hey folks you went too far you became a criminal. And you hurt your own cause that you claim is so important to you because you couldn't control yourself. You let the devil get in you and start whispering in your ear what you needed to do, and he sold you a lie, folks. It's that simple. It's no, there's no conspiracy to it. It's that simple. Tommy in Alabama. Tommy, go ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you, uh, Rick and Bubba, for what you do for us uh, on the radio. Appreciate that. Um, you know, I'm really concerned right now about all this stuff that's going on. You know, yesterday, I mean, to see Pence turn his back on on Trump the way that they did. Uh, time out, time out, time out, time out. How did he turn his back on Trump? Well, I think he could have stuck up for Trump. How? Uh, How? Like what? What, I mean, what would he have done that you would have went, yeah, good job? Well... The election in Georgia, uh, election in Pennsylvania. Okay, so what uh, did you want election. Pence? What did you want Pence to do exactly? I think Pence should have, you know, 
rejected all that and let's vote again on it. But he can't okay, do that. Uh, he is the presiding officer he over that. that. He and think about this, Tommy. Think about this. Our government, our forefathers. Think about how many checks and balances. We don't even have a solid legislative branch. We have two. We have, and then we have three, uh, three branches of government. One broken up into two. There's so many checks and balances. Do you think they would come down to the point where they let one guy decide the election? Does that even make sense to you, Tommy, at all? Yeah, it does. It, it, does. it does. That does. makes sense to you. Wow. It does now. That oh, you, Tommy. Oh, no, he's saying he agrees with you, but he's, okay. saying, he's saying that, that what you're saying makes sense. Because I think okay. say something else. No, no, I want to no. be sure I understand yeah, what Tommy's yeah. saying. The, 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 our founding fathers did not give this kind of power to the vice president. I mean, they, they, they just didn't. And uh, and and maybe well, maybe Trump didn't understand that, but 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 they they didn't. A presiding officer over any type of hearing has some power to decide how it goes, how it moves, the flow of the meeting. Our forefathers nowhere in there gave complete power to one person over anything. That's what they were. That's what they were trying to get away from. Right. Remember? Uh, right. Remember where they came from? <laughs> Folks, it's all right to have a conversation with yourself and say, I may have been wrong about that. Yeah. It's okay. It's all right. That's, I, I, you know what? It shows that you're that you're capable of correcting your course, and we all need that ability. What you heard yesterday <laughs> from, from the level-headed people on the right, what you heard yesterday, and you heard Lindsey Graham say it, and I don't always agree with Lindsey Graham, but no, he, no. Was, he was saying, I don't agree with the ruling that we got in Pennsylvania – I don't agree with the ruling that we got in Wisconsin, but this is the way this country works. That we did, we went before courts, some of them that were supposed to be in Trump's camp, and we didn't get our ruling. Donald Trump had his day in court over and over. He exhausted all of his options. He lost. We lost. We got to get on with it. And we still got to live, people. We still got to have an economy. We'll continue your phone calls. And Pence, I think, said, yeah, I might like to do something, but I'm going to do only what I'm allowed to do. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, you got the Rick and Bubba show. Unpacking uh, the stories of the day, and uh, we are taking your phone calls now. We get one segment of that. We'll continue. Let you speak uh, about the events of yesterday, and really, if you want to talk about the events of yesterday, you kind of have to talk about the events of the entire year uh, because uh, it is all in play. Uh, we will continue your phone calls, uh, James, out of the great state of Alabama. James, welcome to hey James, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead. Good morning, folks. How are y'all this morning? Good, We're James. Good. Hope We're you're good. okay, man. Um, I kind of disagree with some of what y'all saying. Okay, well, be specific, One thing, Bubba. If you don't tickle the dragon's tail, how do you get anything started? And I'd like to know would have would y'all have said to the founding father, fathers that you are breaking the law, stand down. Well, now uh, that that I've, I've seen that that's a, that's a little bit different. Uh, this is the Way country. Yeah, this is the country the founding fathers set up, and we all inside what they set up agreed. It's like the guy yesterday who said, which I understand the sentiment. I do of hey, this is my house. I'll go in it anytime I want to. 
that sounds good, and I understand that sentiment, but we as Americans agreed that we wouldn't just go in there anytime we wanted to because we realized that there might be a security risk to the people that we've elected. So we all agreed we wouldn't just go in there anytime we wanted to because we were going to be a country of law and order. To say that the founding fathers who had uh, established some colonies and, and now they were part of the British Empire and they said we want independence, uh, that now if you want to say that there's people in this country kind of like the Civil War that want to try to put together another um, you know, secession and going to secede, uh, then that might be a little more like um, uh, the, the uh, attempt at independence, which the founding fathers won, uh, the, uh, the Confederacy lost. That would probably be more apples and apples. I'm not sure this is the same thing because it's the citizens of a sitting country that had agreed that there's a way we do things, and we decided uh, to break the laws that we uh, put in place ourselves. Yeah, but Rick, the other side has already broke all the laws. Look at what has happened. Uh, so, in the James, past year. James, Look let me what ask you this: Hillary started. Look at James. What has happened? Just pull him down, James. If you he, here's a I argument. I understand all that. Yeah, James. Here's an argument I totally reject. We did it because they did it, and we thought they were bad when they did yeah. it. What does that say about you? Yeah, both are despicable. You, yeah. you, you've lowered yourself to Antifa's level. Yep. So you're Antifa now. Yeah. So, so well, to your point, Bubba, if we're going to continue to send us these emails with pictures, up. with please. pictures of Antifa at both things, and then have this kind of conversation, because what you're saying is you're okay with what happened yesterday. It should have been done. So stop sending me these comparisons. You can't pictures. have it both ways. Can't have it both ways. Yeah, Helmsy's making a great point. Those of you that think Antifa did this then you have to be against it because then Antifa is bad people. If you say Antifa did this. I wasn't there and, yesterday. And, I don't know who went in. Well, I'm talking, I'm talking to the people that are saying this, not you, yeah. James. If you didn't do that, then I'm not talking to you. But but if you're someone who's going the Antifa road, yeah. then you have to be against what happened. You you can't be anti-Antifa and pro what happened. Correct. If, if you're going to do the Antifa thing. What, exactly. What I am yeah. pro of mm-hmm. is we need to stop what the Democratic Party, what Antifa is doing. And whatever we have to do is what we got to do. Well, well, James, can I tell you this? If you thought yesterday was the right thing, why didn't it work? I ain't saying it was the right thing. I don't really know what the right thing is. What are you saying? I do know we do not need to go to a socialist country. Well, I got, yeah, we, well, we we got agree, all that. James, James, how do you disagree? How do, how do you disagree with us and say the same things we say? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm like, I, I don't know. What, what do you disagree with us about? I don't know that they're all criminals. You're prejudging, in my opinion. Well, if you break the law, then then you are a criminal, <laughs> right? Did the founding fathers break the laws? No, the founding fathers went against. They broke British law. Were they going to win against? They've been hung for what they done. Yeah, so they, they broke British law, and we felt like it was morally right to do that. Yeah, I'll go with you on that. Yeah, no question about that. But but what you what happened yesterday is isn't the uh, isn't the same thing. I mean, it, it is a it's not even close. Yeah, and and now we'll say this: um, it, it, we we set up a system that said we won't be in that situation anymore. Right, and and we need to to work this system. And and I now let me tell you where I do agree with 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 you, James. Now there we do have something that we have to solve, and I don't and I don't really know the way to solve it. If if these rulings that took place, and and Lindsey Graham made it clear that they did in in two states. And the judicial branch of that state 
disagreed that the state had violated the Constitution. Which it seems very straightforward they did. And and so I do understand, James, and I said that earlier. You may have heard us talking about that. I do understand that people can get to a point that say, well, if we have a system but we don't follow the system, then what, what recourse do I have after that? If I take my case to a court and I present the case that something was done unconstitutional, uh, unconstitutionally, and then the judge sits there and says, I, I just disagree with you. I think it's okay. I understand that. Look, we've let the judicial branch take over this country, and, and there's adjustments that need to be made. But I just don't think that, you know, remember that the British people had to come here to a fortified set of countries and colonies, and then we did the swamp fox, hide behind stuff, and, and fought them. Right now, if you go running at to the White House and at the Capitol with, with, with your big revolution, uh, you can't win. Uh, and, and so um, it's, it's, it's really just a really ill-thought-out ter- – now, look, I'm enjoying watching the left suddenly become anti-Rogers. No, I'm having a blast with that. And reminding them how pro they were just yeah, a few right. months ago. Now, look, especially Cuomo on CNN who said, whoever said that uh, protests had to be uh, – uh, uh, nice and and peaceful. Well, the First <laughs> Amendment actually said that, but 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 you know he was all about. Hey, sometimes it gets rowdy, man. And of course now they're falling all over. Said, ah! and that and what I love is how they talk to their reporters like the reporters were like storming the beach at Normandy. No, I know. are you okay? Yes, thank you. I was there. It was scary and violent. Of course, then they stood in front of the the burning of cities and talked about how great it was. I mean, guys, we let we let people take over city blocks of Seattle and just take over. And 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 started and, and, and you couldn't get the national guard out for anything. And started talking about and the boy. Were, they got it. They got them out quick so, last night, didn't they? Yeah. So no, I I totally agree. I understand that. I, I totally you. agree with the hypocrisy yeah, of uh, of of some of. But the, here here's yeah. the thing, Rick. We can't become the thing we say we hate. I know. Right. We know. can't do that. You have to get above the fray, because if you stoop to their level, you are Antifa. We don't like Antifa because they're violent. They're anarchists. Don't become them. Now, there's a time where you may have to. Mm-hmm. They come to your door, Rick, to get your guns. Yeah. It's time yeah. to fight. Sure. Right. That's when we fight. Right. Okay? No question. We're not going to fight over this. We are bigger than this. We're bigger than Donald Trump. We're bigger than the Democratic Party. We're Americans, okay? Mm-hmm. Even though we have flaws, mm-hmm. we got to be bigger than all of it. Steve and Aniston. Steve, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, hey, buddy. Look, I love y'all's show, always have. Thank you, buddy. But, uh, I've always noticed you're kind of the calming force. I kind of think like you do. I look at things from all sides. But in this case, I think it's kind of like you're the uh, priest that leads the condemned to their death, trying to keep everybody calm. What? You just said just a second ago that when they come for your guns, that's your point, that it's time. But I think it's going to be too late by then. Well, I guess we can say a Trump rally we don't think was the time, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, especially but, especially but, when it when it accomplished exactly the opposite. Uh, well, and, I think I, it wouldn't even accomplish anything anyway. Right. But that woman that uh, died, I'm sure she's a great American. I'm sure she loves this country. I, I, but I, she I, made uh, a terrible decision yesterday. Yeah. She did. You know, but there again, I'm hearing also that, you know, it was that uh, Biden came on right after that. It seems like they're always ready because they 
They take advantage of every opportunity. You said that yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, there's no doubt. Well, then we need to be wiser and not give them that chance, don't we? Yeah. Don't we need to be wiser? I I think we played right into their hands yesterday, Steve. certainly did. I know, and I think they wanted it that way. Right. They were looking for that way, and they're waiting on that. And there's nothing that Trump can do that would ever make it right. Well, doesn't that make us dumb for letting them do it then? Not really. We're people. We're we're predictable. Americans are predictable. But if we Nobody. are predictable, then you ought to be able to change what you're about to do because you know well, what you, you're predicting what's going to happen. Well, Does anybody I hear me? Uh, anybody? anybody Steve, Steve, you and James both, I don't understand what you disagree with us on. I mean, it, it's like when well, I get in these conversations, I, think, I, I can't figure I, out where we disagree. You. I well, know I you're aggravated. So you're... <laughs> All right, Steve, you've got the microphone right now. You're the host of the Rick and Bubba show. You would say what that, that we sh- that we should have said or haven't said? Oh, I guess we lost. Uh, did, we, I think we, I'm like Bubba. I think you just hit it right there at the end. I think everybody's just emotional, and 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 when you get emo- we get emotional, we can't really communicate our point. It, it, you know, it goes back. If to, you hate lawlessness, don't be lawless. I can't get over that. And we said there sometimes is a time and a place when That's you right. say, but you I, I just didn't think it was yesterday. I didn't either. It uh, didn't accomplish eight things. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings it's nine minutes to, to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big as our number, Bubba. Do you want to continue with this and finish the hour out with it? We want more people to kind of hash it out. Now, you know, I, I get you. I know it's hey. Well, we got a we got a lot of pinned up emotion in this country. I think this is a good uh, release valve. Let people have their say. I, I'm, I'm, I've got a few mm-hmm. questions, and they've had some of me, and that's fine. David and that, we can disagree and still like each other. What's wrong with us discussing things? That's what I say all the time. I, I had some guy the other day, and he finally did email me. He's He's ripping us on social media. And I said, buddy, honestly, I don't know what you're talking about. Why don't you communicate with me? Talk to me. You know, it's, Social media has a purpose, and it can be great for marketing and getting information out, but it is not. it should not replace our conversations where we get off in this fake hidden world and, and throw out little jabs and all this stuff. That's not that, – that, that's using it the wrong way. Let, let's let's communicate. Let's talk. Yeah, and we don't have to. If you want to send an email, I can send you a good answer back. You can call the show. You can call, you can call my office, and you know, a couple, once once wow. once every couple of weeks, I I'll listen. To those I'm not going to answer that. Listen, you need to listen to those messages. You, know, you don't. There's a lot of gold I in there. I know. I know. To uh, David in Huntsville, 100.3 <laughs> the River. David, go ahead. Hey, Rick and Bubba, I appreciate you giving me a minute here. I'm sitting in the kitchen with my coffee and my wife listening to your show as I have for 20-something years here. I love you guys. Thank you. And I think I bring a unique perspective to the table. I'm hearing all this pent-up emotion. You see what happened yesterday. I want to say, first off, I disagree with everything that occurred yesterday. Violence is not the answer. You're correct. We're lowering ourselves to Antifa's level. But... uh, you know, America's foundation as a Christian nation, I believe, as you do, uh, it was their, our constitution and laws were built for people that were controlled from within, internally, before the trigger was ever pulled or the knife was ever stabbed. Right. You know, <clears throat> we're now trying to to legislate a country that is not controlled from within. Right. So that's a huge problem that we're all facing. And 
I think it, it, uh, these Americans that we see, you know, we hear them with their emotion. We see what they're doing, we, what they did on Capitol Hill yesterday. I think a lot of them don't, don't feel like they're being heard. Uh, that's something that you've touched on many times. I get that, and and you've espoused that in a, in a fantastic way over the years. But if we really want change, we need to look at things like our education system and social media. These are things that, you know, a lot of conservative Americans aren't they, – they've got themselves in these echo chambers. Believe me, I've been there, guys. No, you're right. No, I've gone right. down some of these rabbit holes of conspiracy theories by – locking myself into confirmation bias, going to these YouTube channels and conspiracy theory podcasts and just thinking, oh, my goodness, this is really – you've got to remove yourself from that. And you've got to look at some bigger pictures here. Face it, guys, in 25 years, if our education system continues the way it is mm. on this liberal slant where it's just an indoctrination system, yep. the, the old Republicans are going to die off. And we're going to be left with generations who know nothing but our liberal education system. I don't think that's conspiracy theorists to, to look at that. We've got conservative people giving six figures to universities across this nation to go off to send their daughters and sons off to learn this crap, if you want. And, and then you look at social media with what big tech is doing. Yep, yep. And I even hate using that term because it sounds conspiratorial, but... They are censoring us. Yeah. That yeah, we, right. we feel backed into a corner. We feel like we're being painted into a corner, and you never know what you're going to get. They don't when, let you. When yeah. you add in the element of spiritual warfare, when people are backed oh, yeah. into a corner oh, yeah. and they can't get their voice out, this is a problem. Yeah, no, we you need to find good alternatives. Well, we've lost the you, – you hit on it. I mean, yes, beautifully stated, David, and, and you, you, do, you have identified our problems, and these are not easy problems to fix. I agree with everything that you said, and uh, I think that we – it's like – and this is what you see in the Social Dilemma uh, documentary, and you see it if you don't control it and use the social media platforms the way they're intended. And if you think that they're more problematic than they're helpful, then get rid of them. I have no problem with that. Uh, and I, in my personal life, I don't do anything with them that's from a personal standpoint. It's mainly for business and, and getting the word out about things we're doing ministry-wise and all that. But – you do that. What we've done is we're now allowing ourselves to think that the way we see things is the only thing there is. We don't hear. We 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 have no ability to critically think anymore. Uh, we we're, we 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 put ourselves in these pods, like you said, and people for their benefit will just say, "Well, if these are the kind of things you want to hear, that's all you're ever going to hear," and 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 that's not healthy. You know, even even me as a follower of Christ, you you see. And those of us that are that here, you know, in our in our faith, Scripture keeps telling us over and over again, what to be prepared to defend the faith. Be prepared to give an account for what you believe. Hey, test yourself. Look at your life and even see if you are of the faith. Well, I, you know, we know what they're saying. Hey, know what you believe and why you believe it. And and what's one way to know that? Well, I also got to hear the opposing view. How do I defend the faith if I've never talked to anyone who doesn't believe what I believe? If I just surround myself with a bunch of people that just say the same things I say, and then all of a sudden somebody walks in and says, well, I don't believe that, and I'm like, uh, 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 why should I believe what you believe? Uh, you know, and you you, you got to know. Well, you know, what are the questions they have? Why don't they believe what we believe? 
you know, maybe you know, maybe I'm, like the, maybe you give an answer, it changes your mind. I'm thinking out loud here because I'm really trying to play this out. Okay, so prior to social media, because he brought that up, mm-hmm. how did you make a difference as individuals? It started on a local level in the education system. I mean, we can talk about PTAs and oh, city we used councils, to have, we used to have community and schools, like and social media, in my opinion made everybody think they had a national voice and could make a national difference. And truly, we need to be infiltrating our communities with this stuff, not thinking we can post something in 150 characters and changing the world. Right. No, just and I think that's that's hurt. Well, I think just like we we're talk, not involved anymore. No, go back to this. We're selfish. We're not, we don't want to get our hands dirty We think anymore. our Twitter account and our Facebook account is all we need to do. No, you're right. Now, there are people that think if they put a Bible verse out on social media, that's that's them that's them being a disciple of Christ. I know. You know they're not involved in any kind of Bible study. They're not serving in the local church. They're, they're, they, they, don't, they, they may not even know the background of the verse they're throwing out. Yeah. But I'm throwing out verses, man, and that, that's, that's my thing. That's my point I was making yesterday on the online church. I understand that it's great to have it as yeah. part of what we do. But when it becomes all you do, go ask a teacher. I have two of them in my family, and they told me straight up, and, and you've talked about it, and I've got friends whose wives or husbands are teachers, to think that online church can replace the local church and replace this community thing you're talking about yeah. is like saying that online learning right now is just as effective as uh, being in the classroom and the teacher teaching. No, it's not. It's not. It's better than nothing, but it ain't. Well, it's, good. it's just like you, you guys <laughs> talking about the, the this little – you know, uh, shooting circle that they, 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 they're getting in right now with this Antifa thing. If you think Antifa infiltrated this protest yesterday, then you have to be against the way it was handled. You can't say, well, look, they, they did what they should have done, but Antifa did it, not them. Well, wait a minute. All right, now you're saying that Antifa's way is right. Uh, you got, you're going to have to learn to critically think. And I think, like both of you said, and I've been on the show saying, I think we've lost that. We just don't seem to be able to do it anymore. We don't teach it, I don't think. We can't reason anymore. Top of the hour, we'll come back, uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up, and we'll continue to take more of your phone calls uh, as uh, the show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Sexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Excited about, and honestly, if you want to talk about the state of this country, this country has a spiritual problem above anything else and i know that's usually something we don't want to talk about uh and uh, one of the things that we need is godly men and so excited to be headed to uh, a man church one day conference uh at southeast uh, missouri's charleston first baptist church there we'll be there saturday guys if you want to come i think there's a few seats you can still get uh, go to uh, our upcoming events, and you'll see it there in the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Rich Wingo will be with me. He and I both will be teaching uh, this weekend and excited, and then they'll be rolling into the, the manchurch.com's 40-week curriculum, The Pursuit of Christ-Centered Masculinity, uh, and it's going to be a big weekend, and I hope that you'll join us if you can and if seats are still available. Uh, Speedy has gone to help us with Rick and Bubba University today. We're going to interview his dad. 
So he's gone to help his dad set everything up for uh, to be on with uh, the podcast this weekend. So Speedy's dad will be our guest. Uh, so he's gone there, but Greg is still here. Helmsy's here. Adler's here. And right there is Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, buddy. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. All right, so we're just going to – it's going to be call heavy today because – over the years, you nine elevens, you all the when when things have happened in our in our country, we've never been afraid to say, look, let's just hash it out. Hey, America, let's hash it out right here on the old Rick and Bubba show. Uh, and we can do other things. And if if we need to take a break from it, and we think it's kind of run its course, and people are getting repetitive, we can certainly move on to something else. But uh, it's a biggie, and uh, to kind of tell you where we are, uh, it looks like uh, that President Trump has said he will transition uh, peacefully now. Uh, and Joe Biden, uh, everything was certified, right? Are we are we done? Have we certified? We it, the book is closed. Okay. Joe Biden will be sworn in January the twentieth, and it's the twentieth, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. No, <laughs> I right. There's so many numbers here lately, uh, and we'll move on, and we'll have another election in two years for uh, uh, first part of the house for part of the house. So mm-hmm. so right now, as of January the twentieth, see if I have all this right, barring something else happening. The Biden-Harris administration will take over, mm-hmm. and the modern-day Democrats will have full control of, of Congress. They will. As far that as majority. I, sh- I shouldn't say control. The majority. Yes. Um, right? And on the tie break in the Senate. Just want to be sure I got that right. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not something that uh, I'm looking forward to, Rick. Trust me. <laughs> I just love it. Love. <laughs> you get Rick. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, right, buddy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yep. But you know what? I, I've got this. Uh, I've just got this thing. <laughs> that I, Rick. Yep. That's, uh-huh. that's, that's correct. That I think we, we, can, we can rise above uh, <clears throat> some of the idiots who's in charge. <laughs> but I say, it, I say it again, and you and I have been saying this for years. We've been saying it about gun violence. We've been saying about this, that, that, this, that. If we want to to have a chance of changing the state of our American society, we have to be willing to address the root problems. Yep. And yep. I don't think we are willing to do that. I, 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 you haven't heard it covered today much. No, no. You, this, it still sounds like the way, but but we'll, we'll see. All right. So we have callers mainly talking about what happened yesterday. We've unpacked that pretty good. Uh, you've heard how how we see it. Some people agree or disagree with us, which that's that's fine, as long as we can have a conversation. Uh, and uh, and we have uh, and I can still like you and disagree. Of course, I, I can even think your point might be ridiculous. I still like you. Now we're not in the majority that had that point of view anymore. But but, but I, I, I'd like to. And, and can yeah, we? Can it makes we, for it makes for a better day. If you can adopt that. Michael is in Troy. I didn't mean to sound condescending. Michael in Troy, go ahead. Did you get that in? Several. Thanks right. for taking my call. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. Uh, yeah, I just had a little problem when y'all said that, um, you know, an unarmed veteran deserved to die. Nobody said uh, that. See, they, now you're being the, the this, now you're being what we claim to dislike, and this is this grandstanding, shocking headlines uh, that has become the norm. We didn't say that. You know we didn't say that. You're just trying to be provocative by putting it that way. So why don't we have a conversation about what happened, and we'll find out where we agree or disagree. But come off the hyperbole and the shock value headline, okay? Because you know we didn't say that. Um, so so what, what, what we said, that if you go and decide to storm the Capitol, uh, no matter what side of, of the fence you may be on what happened yesterday, if you do that, you know when you do that, there's a chance that you could be shot. Now, we've been saying that about Antifa. We've been saying that about Black Lives Matter. Uh, so we're not going to say something different 
about this. I, I, I wish that she had not been shot. But it is a fact that if you go and decide to take on this, and you know, people always die for causes, or uh, whether it uh, you may think their their cause was just or not just, but she, uh, we, we, if you go and take on security and law enforcement, and you start backing them in a corner, uh, there's a chance that you could be shot. Well, isn't uh, the media to blame for this? I mean, for the last eight months with. George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, everyone, they've all said it's okay to go and break the law and to protest and do whatever they want, and that's okay. But now they're saying right. it's not okay because uh, you deserved it? Cause no, I, no I, I understand on the, on the commentating side of things that they're being <laughs> inconsistent. But what you have to do and I have to do is not be inconsistent as well. And, and so what we're, this is the new mentality we have now, too, that nothing's anybody's fault. It, it's somebody else's fault. Uh, nobody takes responsibility for their own actions. It's somebody else's fault. The media made me get shot. Rick and Bubba got uh, did this. The Trump Trump rebel roused everybody. Uh, Cuomo. See, I know that the, the things that media says, I know what's right and wrong. I can discern that in my own mind. But if I, Rick Burgess, decide that let's say that Joe Biden is is having a, a, a you know, hey, I'm 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 uh, he's at the inauguration. And I, Rick Burgess, me, Rick, and I'm not going to do this, and no one should do this. I decide, by golly, I'm disrupting this, and I and I'm going to I'm I'm running toward Biden while while he is talking, and I'm going to scream, "You're illegitimate! You're illegitimate!" And his security asked me to stop and stand down, and I keep on going. If they shoot me, that's my fault. You made it's not the media's fault. Yeah, it's not you, Joe Biden's fault. You made a decision. Yeah, it's it, it's my he, fault. And it was a bad decision. Yeah, my decision had consequences, and maybe I think they were worth it. But yeah. uh, but I still did what I did, and I got shot because of my actions, not because of anybody else's fault. I, I, frankly, I'm shocked more people wasn't shot. That's my my point on this particular situation, and I agree. The way she avoids getting shot is don't go through a broken window into the Capitol. Right. But you do wonder why was deadly force necessary here but nowhere else when the same thing was happening? Yeah, now, that's the question. Well, if you want to ask that question, ask Yeah, it. When, and I heard that. And, again, you, you, if you're looking to, to, for blame, but you're right. If I'm not come, trying to come through the window, I don't get shot. That's it. But there was a guy who was there, and I wasn't there. So, Mike, understand, I, I wasn't there, and I'm not claiming I was there. But a guy who claimed that it's his footage that we see he said, I go to Trump rallies. I'm, I'm a protester. He said there was a guy that was threatening law enforcement. He was breaking stuff. He, he almost described him like he was a raging bull the entire time, and he was a rebel rouser. His theory was they actually were trying to shoot him and accidentally shot her, that he was the one that was threatening. Yeah, because you wonder what right, – right. I mean – Now, I don't know the truth on that. we got Michael. people coming in the building the whole all places, and we had one place where they used deadly force. But what I don't want you to say, Michael, and I'm going to push back, as you heard, pretty hard on this – we're not going to live in this world where you call up and say, well, Rick and Bubba said that uh, uh, one of our veterans got gunned down and they deserved it. Don't say that kind of crap because that's not what we said. Okay? And, uh, and, All right. And, 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 say, and don't, don't – I'm hearing real inconsistent stuff. I'm hearing people that vilified us, the way this society has come and then you're acting just like them. And, and, and I, I'm not going to be part of that. You know, I, I, we got to rise above that, folks. You know, like this, he calls it the shocking headline, and and you know, you make accusations that are they're not true. And I think our I think our support of the military and our veterans have been very clear for 27 years. Yeah. That would be a little inconsistent with that. Right. And um, 
and I hate that that happened. And maybe it was a mistake, and they were after somebody else. I don't know. Maybe. Look at that. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Twenty minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number, and it's a phone call day today. As a, someone just texted me, he said the phone calls are busier today than they were on the 12 working days of Christmas. Harry Murdahl's got them rocking, uh, and uh, they're full right now, but we'll, we'll work through those. We're trying to pick out things that, uh, that need to be addressed. Uh, so uh, Mick in Alabama, and Bubba, you talked about this in the break, but we hadn't talked about this on the air. I think this needs to be addressed. All right, Mick, go ahead. What's up, guys? You, hey, what's you up? are, buddy. You're the next caller up. Let's go, next man in. Uh, first off, I want to say I, I love y'all. Thank and you. I agree with ninety nine point nine nine percent of well, everything look, else. Well, that look, you're, that's a lot. That's a lot more than a lot of people. That's more than me and Rick I, agree. That's on right. I was about to that say, come on. Very, very intelligent. Make me very intelligent. I think. Thanks, man. But yeah. Bubba, you uh, you addressed something earlier that Trump had his day in court. Yeah. I, I just kind of disagree with that because the courts never heard any of the cases. Okay. Okay. So, so listen Mitch. to this. I, I, I think, Mitch, we, there's an answer for that. So, so here it is. Is it Mick or Mitch? Mitch, I think. I think. No, it's Mick. You're right. Mick. Okay. Mick. Mick. Yeah, Mick. Mick. All right, Mick, here's Mick. the deal. Uh, he did not get to have an entire case heard before the justices or the jury, but they screen these cases before they take them. So they go in. And, and say, hey, we got a case here. And they'll say, well, let me see what you got. And they'll thumb through their stuff and go, eh, I, I think you got a case. Let's hear it. I want to hear all the details. Or they'll go, but it, I don't see anything here that would be prosecutable under the current law. And they push it back to them and say, come back later. So while the case may not have been laid out to the level that you and I and a lot of other people would have liked to have seen it done, they do have this t- this term. Their day in court is a little is a little gray. They do have a hearing. Right. They do have a hearing to see if they're going to hear the case. Right. So that technically is kind of their day in court because if it's good yeah. enough, they'll hear it. That's the way they handle all of us. You, you, your lawyer and, goes in and says, "We believe that we have a, ca- a case that needs to be heard." And then they look at everything and they say, "Yep, you've you've met the criteria. You've you have a, a strong case here. We we will now go to the next step." But that happens with, every, with with all kinds of cases, and that process did take place, and that's where the term "day in court" is coming from. Mick, l- let me ask you this too, because technicality. Um, well, here's the thing: there were courts that heard objections that were. Democrats that were Republicans, some that were appointed by Trump, and right. none of them would hear their case. None of them thought the evidence that was brought to them was good enough to move forward. Now, you you could say you could say that there there's a conspiracy or somebody's out to get Trump or 
you know, this, and I know this is not popular to some people today, and I'm, you know, I, I'm just, I've got to tell you my heart on it, though. At some point, somebody, if there was anything there they could grab onto, I think would have took the case. But I don't think they had, you know, it's a pretty high criteria in an election fraud case, too. And a lot of times you have to have enough to show it would change the outcome. And it never, it never met that. And I, I don't know why, Mick. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not against you and your point of view. I'm just saying no one would take the case, and it, was, it, it went to a lot of different courts. Yeah, so, so, and that is your day in court when you go to a court and say, I would like for my case to be heard. Now, whose fault is that? To Bubba's point, could it be the lawyers that came in were ill-prepared and they just didn't meet the criteria? Uh, keep in mind, the Democrats have tried this as well uh, to say that Trump's election was illegitimate. Right. And right. Uh, and they people who looked at their you know objections said this does not meet the criteria uh, as well, and it's a very high criteria. It, it could be that. And you know what? Maybe there are some politics involved that some of these judges we know that yeah, we know yeah. we know we have yeah, people we know we have people that that are in the judicial branches at every level that that they think they're the legislative branch and they let their politics decide on what they will and won't do and and that's <clears> wrong and they shouldn't do that but uh, but we know that that goes on but like bubba said there were there were some courts out there in some important states where these were trump appointed judges and they didn't think it met the the criteria either and, and let's take it a step further Yesterday, at the Congress, people who are not judges had a chance to listen to the evidence in the in the Senate, where the Republicans are the majority. Okay, they could have rejected the electoral college's votes from some states. They have that power. They have that power. They did not do it. They voted and said, "We're okay with this. We're going to let it go." That that's your day in court too, in a funny kind of way, even in the Congress from non-judicial people. So I, Mick, I don't know what to, I don't I don't know what to tell you. I just I can't I, I can't buy. There, look, there's still some things that I saw that are very disturbing. Like the, <laughs> it's funny I mentioned it the other day. This video from Georgia, and uh, you know our usual uh, critic that emails us everything. Oh, that's been that's been. Uh, that's been uh, disproved. Been it, debunked, debunked. It's been debunked. It's been debunked. Well, I read the debunking thing, and the whole thing was them just saying it's debunked. I, I still, there was a lot of things I didn't understand that looked suspicious and strange, and uh, but all of these different courts and all these different states, including the Supreme Court, including the Congress yesterday, that had the power to reject the election and choose the president themselves. That's in our Constitution. They could have done that, and they said, "No, we're not going to do it." So, I mean, what am I? What am I supposed to make of that? I mean, we're not talking about one corrupt person. We're not talking about a group. We're talking about many courts in many states and the Supreme Court. Guys, at some point, we have to trust the rule of law that they didn't have the evidence needed to overturn the election. I mean, I mean, we just have to. We have to get to that, don't we? 
Well, it has to be considered. Yeah, and uh, and 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 then and then if you and then if you think, well, by golly, it's I, mean, all, I hate it. I wish they yeah. had. And if you say, by golly, it's all. I loved all, the, the stock market growth the last few years. I did why, but hey, IRA is number no, no, no. one. Yeah, I, you know? I, I probably won't miss the person Trump, other than the comedic value. Yeah, but I will miss some of the policies. Oh, we yeah. had some great policies, yeah. but unfortunately, yeah. a lot of it. And I think you know we'll be able to to break this down later on when there's not. So much emotion to it, but uh, I, I think you know Trump, in a lot of ways, ended up being he, he did so many things well, but he also had some some problems with his presentation, and that's what cost him. He, given the economy we had, the COVID thing obviously was uh, you know something we didn't see coming, but I mean he he should have won re-election. Easy. No doubt. Yeah, easy. no doubt. Yeah, it shouldn't even been close enough to go to the courts. No, it should. It should have been. Uh, um, now I'm fine with us looking into the million software. Oh yeah, and, and find out no, why all, didn't all why didn't legit. Texas get that? Yeah. Those are legitimate questions. Some of these mail ins. We need to make sure the voting system is. is we got to have that, faith in our elections, yeah. and there's a lot of people, me included, that do not have 100 percent faith in it. And I want us to make changes to to sell me on the fact that it is good, and a lot of you, because we need that. Yeah, and, and what I would say, until we can, you know, because, again, the pandemic was used to let us, it, it's, it made us, you know, the great narrative of you're evil if you don't let people vote any way they want to because then they're going to get COVID and you're going to be held responsible yeah. for killing them. That was that that worked beautifully. It was it was an ingenious plan to something they wanted to do for, for decades. And what we should have done is said, we're, we're going to vote in person. And uh, if you want to do an absentee vote, we've done that for years. That's fine. But some of these other newfangled voting ways are not going to happen, even in a pandemic, because we need integrity in the election. That would have been fine. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. Butcherbox.com. Love them. Uh, and uh, how would you like to have delicious meat sent right to the door? No problem. Sign up today at uh, butcherbox.com slash Bubba. Guess what? For a limited time, new members get their ultimate keto bundle. Now, what, what is, what's that? You, you, Bubba, you going to the keto thing yet? You know, a lot of people ketoing out there. You know, I keto, Rick, but I just call it lunch. Yep. <laughs> Guess what you're going to get for free if you're a new member right now for a limited time? Ten pounds of meat, free. Yeah, they're going to give you a, a pork butt, two pounds of ground beef, and three pounds of bone-in chicken thighs for free with your first box if you're a new member at butcherbox.com slash Bubba, the ultimate keto bundle for free. So make the move to do this. Now, you're going to love it, too. They don't use antibiotics or hormones. They don't deal with farmers that do that. Uh, and they send these delicious uh, you know, uh, meats and seafood right to the door, 20 different cuts of meat to choose from. Uh, they ship fresh right to the door. Also, great, delicious recipes for the whole family available at ButcherBox.com slash Bubba. And don't forget, if you're a new member for a limited time, 10 pounds of uh, meat comes with your first order for free. All right, so uh, continuing with phone calls, Bubba, we've been, you know, we, we, through, through the beauty of the news uh, platforms like YouTube, we, we brought a new member to the Rick and Bubba family, Jeremiah, out of L.A. Yeah, how about uh, old Jeremiah? Jeremiah is checking in. Jeremiah, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I I guess <laughs> everything's kind of crazy, but uh, 
you know, I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, kind of, you know, the future and what we're supposed to, you know, look forward to. Yeah, because yesterday um, happened. We're we're kind of hashing that out today. We 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 know now that Biden and and uh, Harris are going in. And it, and you said your your focus is so. What, and I agree with you. We got to start talking about where are we going now. And uh, and you specifically because you being somebody who's been kind of you know you're 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 a man now. You're trying to develop your own point of view. You're you've been weighing it out. You know we've had some great conversations. So uh, so so mm-hmm. what, what's your comment today? So like I'll try to be real quick with this. I came into you know conservatism at the like age of six. Okay, Jeremiah. Now. Jer- Jeremiah. Okay. Jeremiah, you're doing that. You know how the phone, iPhone, sometimes feels feels like you've got a your hand over your mouth. Uh, we can't understand you oh, real well. So yeah, you, I, I really want to hear your point. Yeah, yeah. So just FYI. Can you understand me now? There we oh, go. Wow, yeah, that's bad. That's what we need. Oh my bad. I was speaking through some headphones. All right. Okay. So um, I wanted to talk. Okay. So uh, I came into conservatism at the age of 16. I'm 22 now. So I came in at the in 2014. So you know, in the middle, you know, heated presidential election run. We're trying to find out who our candidate is going to be and everything like that. At the same time, there was like a really big uh, movement from the young people. A bunch of people my age, you know, from my age to like 20 were like coming into conservatism because we, it was, this is when, you know, all the gender stuff was going crazy. The left was going crazy with all the gun stuff. And a lot of people could just see like, that's crazy. Like we didn't want to be a part of that. Like we're like, okay, this, you know, like a lot of, you know, young conservative people were, had bigger voices than like Ben Shapiro, uh, Steven Crowder, you know. Yeah. And um, there was a really big movement. And like, you know, to be quick with it, I hate to say it, but there was only one thing that stopped the momentum that was being built with young people who were sensible, who were just kind of like, you know, I'm not, you know, a hard right person, but I see the sensible stuff that is being said here. And that was Donald Trump. And, and, and and I know a lot of people are going to, you know, hate that I'm even saying this. Yo, you're just, you know, biased, whatever, whatever. But I'm saying out here in California, there were there were so many people that were like, I grew up in this crazy country, in this crazy state. And, like, I know how bad it gets when these people have control. And we were really fired up for it. But we just couldn't believe that of all the, you know, decent candidates we believed were out there, that Donald Trump had gained so much momentum. And so, and then, you know, even after, you know, 2016, I was still willing to give Donald Trump a chance. Like, okay, he can earn my vote if, you know, he's a good president for these four years and stuff like that. Sadly enough, you know, I would say that he didn't earn my vote. Um, And basically what I'm just trying to get to is like, where do we go from here? Are we going to be the party of, well, we still got to cling on to whatever Trump was had or whatever he built, or are we going to be like, okay, we need to turn away from this because we see how many people we kind of, we scared away with those tactics. Like where, where do we go? Yeah. Jeremiah, can I, yeah, it's a good question. And I, I think we can unpack that a little bit. Let me ask you this. Where do you consider, uh, Donald Trump as president to, to have been a failure in what areas? In, in, in people, like when it comes to relating to people, when it comes to putting out the message of conservatism, because I'm not a Republican, I'm a conservative. When it comes to putting out the messaging, he was the—he's like the worst president ever. When it just comes to that, now obviously, we, if you were going to talk about just policy, we'd be like, oh yeah, I, we, there are things we could agree on and disagree on in terms of you know certain things that he did were kind of big government. There were things that he did that were great for you know 
at least trying to hold the fort for, you know, small government things. But it's but a failure. Like, means, what are you saying? The way he said it? Yeah, do you, cause you use an example. Oh, yeah, exactly. yeah, use an example. And I think, Bubba, this is what he's saying, but you say it, make sure I have this right. You would have much rather had a Ben Shapiro stand up and say, this is what conservatism is. And this is why we believe what we believe, which I think he does a masterful job at that. And you're saying Trump never could communicate our message without all the distractions. Exactly. And it's like we can be as happy as we want about the things that he did well. But if people don't understand what he did or why it was a good thing, then it means nothing. Like I can do a bunch of great things, you know, but if (laughs) it's like I could be a great person, you know, for God in my own personal life. But if I'm not out there actually convincing people to be of the faith, if I'm not out there actually making a change for the kingdom where I'm getting souls for it, then it means nothing. Uh, And so, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like she just. okay. I got I got you. You you, you answered communicate that message. Jeremiah, you answered my question. Let me give you one more. What did Donald Trump do good? Um, oh, the Supreme Court stuff was what we all wanted, like in terms of, you know, because I'm pro-life, you know, like right. that's the type of stuff that he did well. There are a lot of things, you know, in the market, you know, you, you saw how strong the economy was with him. Right. And that's what we wanted. That's what we expected. We're like, we believe that he will come in and be a good businessman. You know, the, he did a lot of, you know, solid things that I didn't fully expect him to do. Like, right. I think he was going right. to be as conservative in a lot of parts. I thought he was very democratic. Like, I thought he was just, you know, a liberal in, in red when uh, he was first was running. I was like, right. okay, I was surprised by a lot of things. And he almost won my vote until, I would say, like this past year and a half where all these things went wrong and he didn't respond to it the way you have to respond to it when you're a leader. Well, Aren't yeah. Any, you know? it, it's, it, Donald Trump is, is it, he's going to, uh, history will, of course, you know, be the final judge in a lot of this. But it, but it is funny because he did so many things, I think, well, and so many things he didn't do well in the messaging of what he was doing. But, you mm. know, I think it was the fact he wasn't a polished politician and he'd never spoke say at a city council meeting or as a mayor and went i should have done that a little better and refine that process the next time and i'm not saying you can't go from zero to president i think that's what's great about this country but mm-hmm. I, you know I, I i agree with you on some of that i i really do here's the thing i think to i think you answered your own question about where we go yeah the principles of conservatism are solid and they okay. work, and they work, and, and they've been proven Absolutely. time and time again. Um, and Donald Trump will come and go. George Bush came and went. Daddy Bush, Bill Clinton, you know, whoever. The principles last longer than the person does. And I think you have to focus on the principles. You have to find someone who can articulate them in the way that you're happy with, and. I think you you keep moving forward. I, I don't. I don't. I've seen all these people. This is the end of their guns. No, not even close. As a matter of fact, they're more energized than ever because they saw the way the economy responded. Remember, mm. President Obama told us that we'll never see three percent growth again. Blew that away. It is still possible. Well, so, I mean, we also said that you know, the price of gas, gasoline yeah, wouldn't go, there, what, it wouldn't go down. It's cheap. It's been the last few years. But here's and all those things are good. And someone texts this, Jeremiah. You may agree with this. It's a funny text, and I'm having to clean it up just a little bit. Uh, but they said, I think what we really want is someone who has the intestinal fortitude and the boldness of Trump 
but has the character and the communication skills of Pence. Uh, and, 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 and then, and then, and then <laughs> Rick, think about this, because we've listened to clips over the years. Thanks, Jeremiah. Ronald Reagan could communicate it. Yeah. He, he could he get knew his, how to tell you why you should vote for you these know what, principles. You know why he avoided a lot of the run-ins with the Democrats who he, he absolutely had different views on? He bypassed them. He went to the people. He said, this is what I want to do, and this is how and it's going to affect your family and why I'm doing it. And, and that resonated with people. And and we had a you know a wonderful time during the eighties. So I, I you know I think there's a lesson here. I think you uh, you've got to be civil. Um, Trump was a New York City Queens cab driver. That's how he talked. That's how he acted. And it didn't it didn't it didn't work with everybody. We'll be back. Fifteen minutes to the top. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Hello and welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Will Amik is still be in play today as we unpack uh, the stories from yesterday and uh, our country uh, moving into a new administration coming up on uh, the 20th. It will be the Biden-Harris era. Uh, as uh, And then yesterday you saw um, uh, an ugly scene. And we've been discussing that, uh, uh, acknowledging on the program today, letting you kind of hash it out. And, uh, and appreciate uh, the way everybody's handled it, the way we're discussing it. Uh, uh, this has been um, uh, a, a nice change of pace. Uh, Ryan is out of uh, the great state of Kentucky. Ryan, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead, buddy. Yeah, my question this morning is, whenever you see events happen yesterday like it did, and you pretty much know what you're going to talk about today, do you feel like this show is easier for you to do uh, or – do you enjoy it as much? I was just getting your. I just wanted to pull back the curtain and yeah. See what y'all you mean if it's a, if it's a political event or a, like a national event? Is that what you mean? Something that you we yes, know sir. will dominate the show the next day. You, like I had people texting me saying, "Well, you the show's <laughs> done now. You get, yep. you know I know what your show's about tomorrow. Um, it's according what the what the topic is. There are times where uh, I'm just speaking personally. I feel obligated to talk about something because it's prominent but i'm not really into it and don't want to talk about it uh so those days are not as enjoyable i'm with bub i think what you were saying i prefer when there's so many things that have happened that are zany or funny and we got some great uh you know sound clips or hilarious stories and you know there's some bizarro story going on like when everybody was talking about you know the guy who got up there and said amen and a woman uh i knew that was going to be a couple of funny segments and and i and i was looking forward to that um, you know, things like, um, but, but honestly, the, when you get into that obligation of have we talked about it enough, are we talking about it too much, these kind of shows, in my opinion, can be more difficult because you're trying to well, weigh, at, weigh out, have we let people vet it out? Are people thinking we're moving away from it too quick? Do people just want to talk about this? And then you have to play the, the, the deal of the people, which is always my favorite. I wish y'all would move on to something else. And then every time you go to the phones, that's all anybody wants to talk about is this. <laughs> that's right. You know, and, and so I'm like, it's, it's, it's really hard to, de- to make the decision on when you move to something else, when something like this. I remember when 9-11 happened. I think we talked about it for three days or more. Oh, yeah. You we know? went overtime. Yeah. You know, I, I think the serious da- – I, I, how did I say this? And it, I really say what I mean without it 
being taken the wrong way, which apparently is extremely easy to oh, do. Yes, it is. It is. Um, serious days are not my favorite days, but I enjoy them because they're a little change of pace. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, we, you know, I, I, what we have done, and you folks have allowed us to do for 27 years, is not done in a lot of places. I don't know mm-hmm. if it, there's political shows, oh, yeah. there's spiritual shows, there's sports shows, there's zoo formats. Yep. Um, we're all of it, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of people that's all of it. I don't know what that says about us, good or bad. Yeah, probably not good. But, but it keeps us coming back because we don't get tired of you don't it. don't get tired of it. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And so <laughs> it's like that old saying, you know, what you love, what you hate. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I, I'd much rather be riding lawnmowers against a NASCAR driver. That I love that, and, and I like that we, we have – we can share – spiritual things in a secular environment. I love that. That's my favorite. And but when outside of that, the goofy stuff is my favorite. Also enjoy sports, enjoy that. Yeah. Politics are an unavoidable topic, really. Probably and probably my like le- it or not. Probably my least favorite. Yeah. And and they mm-hmm. they tend to peak out during election years and right, around yes. election sports. Mm-hmm peaks out around sporting events and football season and you know so um but it's uh it, it's a mix and you know I, I think the the end product is what counts and it's a pretty good stew and i will say because the show is so real <laughs> it with, had to be food yeah right but Bubba, to your point i think the fact and we said this for years and you got to understand it's not just something we think is sharp it's the truth I think the thing about the show that you like can also be the thing you don't like. Yeah, yeah. and and I'm I'm just telling y'all this. I know some of you don't believe it, especially some of you do, do things. I know why you're doing that because you're smart, guys. We honestly do the show pretty much the way we want to do it. Period. Yeah, I, I got I, I, I got an email but, today. I was yeah. telling Rick to break. I was making fun of it, of course, and. Uh, so I said, well, I know you're required to do this because your sponsors are dictating how oh, you handle this. Oh, my goodness. Folks, our sponsors don't dictate anything to us. We had one that tried many, many years ago, and we didn't do what they wanted. Right. Yeah, you see, a- so you're, you're just factually wrong about some of that stuff. We, I mean, it seems like you'd want to be correct if you're going to make an argument about something. We pretty much talk about what we want to talk about. And we decide it during the commercial break. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes right at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. All we want to answer questions that you see. People seem- would be scared if they knew. Yeah. Well, and I'll go this far, but to your point, Bubba, the things that I enjoy and I like and I feel fulfilled, yeah. that it changes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, there was a Some de- days I want to talk about sports because it's on my mind. Some days I want to talk about politics because yeah. it's on my mind. Yeah. I, Some days I like science because it's on my mind. I'll say this, and I'm not saying we get it right every time. No. But I will tell you this, and, and we do let things go too far sometimes. I think we're, we're, we're less and less likely to do that now. And Bub and I had an email about that yesterday. Sometimes when we do things that don't seem to line up with our claimed faith and we don't handle something well, it's because we're lazy. And and we went we went for low hanging well, fruit and we and, went and you, you know, know what yeah yeah, and it, you know what? It, it, yeah that's true if, if we took the time to be 
you know, a little more creative, we, we wouldn't have had to do it that way. Yeah. Because right. there's nobody out there that says, well, I'll tell you one thing, I wish y'all would be a little more lewd. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to show more uh, Joe yeah. and be a little nasty. And there might be people that enjoy that, but they're not going to leave the show if it's not there. Yeah. Right. But there are right. people that are going to leave if it is there. <laughs> and, and we're not prudes. Don't misunderstand yeah. me. And, I'll and, never and how about be. this? We ain't perfect. We're not perfect. We, we, make, we, mistakes we make mistakes every day. But but I will say that it kind of varies. <laughs> you know, I will. I think I can say this, and you correct me if you're wrong, because I know we're individuals, <laughs> even though we're a team. I would say if you said a show that you're doing tomorrow and have done over the years, uh, the, the, what percentage of the bits that you did and the segments you did, you did them more because you thought it was an obligation more than you really wanted to do it. You really want to talk about that or you really want to do it. I would say probably 10% that I've done that I didn't want to do. Yeah, just because it was out there and we needed to cover it. Most of the time, it it really is just kind of what we're thinking. Um, Can I tell you another one that's one of my favorites? Condescending attitude. Now, when they're talking about you, Rick, I understand it. But when they're talking about (laughs) me. I don't know where they get it. Well, you watch but, me get so no, much more gentle. You don't know what to do, do you? You don't even recognize me. You are, yeah, they you ain't are, seen condescending. That. That. Well, that's, Jesus, uh, that's Jesus is all that is. Well, and I, I, y'all can tell. Like, I, I ain't done, I, he's still I, working on me. I, I, don't, I don't think – look, I, you, to be condescending, I think you have to be extremely intelligent, and I'm not. So that takes that, <laughs> well, that, takes that off the table. Or you can at least but, pretend to be. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me speak. Come on. So <laughs> – but I think when someone has an opinion on something and they're running a laundry list, and I say, wait, explain what you mean. Or if you could do it the way you wanted to, tell me how you would do it. I don't think that's being condescending. That's just yeah. that's clarity. No, you're, that, That's going for clarity you're on You're giving something. them a chance to tell their yeah, So if, I, if you think I've been condescending to you, I'm sorry. You I'm are not, a little bit. That's I'm really, I mean, I'm really, I'm the nice one here. Ask, ask anybody. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Ask me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. We tried to tell you. Y'all listen to Cloverstone. Y'all didn't listen to us. Men are my friends. We're all misunderstood. Let's all go with it. They say we stand for nothing. Hey. There's no way we ever could. Speedy is uh, getting ready to set up our Rick and Bubba University podcast recording today with his dad, John Wilburn. So that's uh, this weekend. We don't have the means. Greg Helmsy and Adler are here, though, baby. And what we say? We keep Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba Show. Some of you, 27 years. Let's go. We How got about that? Uh, we have uh, calls have dominated, but there's been some questions, like the last one. Yeah. Uh, where somebody pulls the curtain back and said, look, let me tell you. This is the day I think we need to just hit the old steam release on the pot. You yeah. Know? Do you think, though, when we answer <laughs> we answer questions, because it's almost like, and Greg, you said it, and I, you knew enough about it before you got here. Helmsy, it might have been shocking to you. Um, I, don't, I think people think that when we get on the air and say that we come in here, and, I mean, now, look, we're, we're, we, we're an organized movement when it comes to business. Yeah. But, but as far as the programming of the show – Oh, it took me about three or four years to get used Did to it. Did it shock you? Because I'm an organized guy. I'm a planner. 
So it took quite the adjustment for me personally. I want y'all to know this. It shocked this, me. I couldn't believe look, what y'all did. And yeah. it's just the way we work. We've attempted at times to make changes, and we realize it's just not us. Yeah, it you just know? didn't work. You know how like, like, but, Dad, like Dad taught us, Greg, everybody's under the same rules. But if you want the most out of individual players, you got to figure out what makes them tick. Yeah, what motivates them. Yeah, what motivates them and what encourages them and also what keeps them in line. And so we can't be anybody other than who we are as far as the way we do the show. Yeah. I'm not talking about it. We're and, not talented enough. Guys, I'm going to say this. There are times, and Bubba, you know it's true, I'll stop at Bubba's office. We'll talk for 20 minutes with only about 30 minutes to the show starts. We'll never mention one thing about the show. No, we'll get to laughing about something. We'll be talking about something that's going on, and then, then we'll kind of ease our way down the yep. hall. Bubba walk by and say, hey, we're headed in there now. And we'll go in here, and we'll look around and see what's laid out, and then we'll, we'll, you know, we'll say in the break, what do you want to do next? Hey, let me tell you about what happened yesterday. Okay. See, people ask well, me about that. Just because you don't huddle doesn't mean you didn't call a play. That's right. Nobody huddles anymore. That's right. But I've had people ask me that, and I go, no. And they say, do y'all have to put in? I said, no. I said, believe it or not, I said, it's, a lot of times it's just right from the hip as we're coming out of break. And I said, and it works most of the time, but sometimes it's painfully, sometimes it sometimes it's painfully obvious that we didn't. Well, play. especially if you're God love the, the Adlers and the Speedies of the world. You know, and, and Hams to a degree. It's not always Because we might come out of the break and never said one word to y'all and say, hey, we want to look at so-and-so or, well, hey, pull that up. And you're like, well, I wish you'd have told me that like before you came out of the break and the bed music was rolling. Uh, but, but so sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it's who we are, warts and all. And and it's, uh, I mean, there, let me, can I tell you how much we talk about, like when this show's over today, we will do commercials and promos. We will some of them over and over. We will record. Yeah, some of them. If, a few of them it's, more than others. Can I tell some? Can, you remember, and I've said this before so many times, and I've even told it to y'all, and y'all have said it to me. I can do really pretty much as long as it's not immoral. I can do really whatever you need me to do if you'll just let me know what you need. Yeah. Now, what I can't do is try to guess what you want me to do, yeah. or I can't respond to something you've never told me about. Yeah. Uh, or, or gave me a heads up about, but. Um, but uh, I, I'm really pretty good at implementing a plan if you'll just tell me what it is. But slight direction. Yeah. But what we do is we we will end this show. We'll do the podcast today, which makes Thursday a little unique. And then when that's over, we will never discuss the show again until I see Bubba tomorrow. And we may not discuss it till we get on there tomorrow. I know. We um, might have a text if something. If something's uh, happening, we might. You might get it. Then we'll completely forget about it the next yeah, day and not sure. talk. About but it. that's more about us just communicating in the afternoon about mm-hmm. what's going on in the world. It really has nothing to do right. with the uh, show itself. All right, I want to ask you something, and this is a tough question here. Uh oh, because we're going to have to be honest, okay? Because <laughs> I'm I'm going to be transparent about something, okay? <laughs> and it and I do the same thing in the automobile world. Okay. I don't know anything about automobiles. Nothing. Yeah. I mean. Like, whoever knows the least, I know less than that person. Okay. But at times, I'll pretend I know more so that the person doesn't railroad me really bad. Yeah. Who, who's who's going to give me some kind of invoice. I try to pretend when they say, well, I'll tell you what, and I'm like, uh-huh. Throw a few words out there. Throw a few things, yeah. kid around it. There are times when people, like, will be real serious about what we do for a living, and they want to talk about our day. So so tell me, so when the show's over, y'all start planning, like, what y'all going to do next day? Do y'all have, like, a meeting? And and there's been times where I've kind of almost suggested that we might. I, now, I don't, I don't come right out and say it, but I, but I found myself act, yeah, well. I, I find myself acting like that we do more in the planning of the show than, we, bring than, that up. than we really do. <laughs> I, know, I know, like, a lot of shows, I mean, they get off the air and they go ahead and plan out what they're going to do the next day before they go home. Do y'all do that? Uh I mean, you know, we we uh, you talking about where we're going to eat lunch? Yeah, what are you talking about? yeah. You know, we got 
commercials to cut. I try to act like that we have a harder day than we really do sometimes. Yeah, well, that's do y'all ever do that? that? <clears throat> yeah. Do, do y'all ever act like that? I we do to my, to, my to my wife, I do. Because, my because, former workers, because, my former co-workers, because I do it a lot. Really, yeah, I know, really, I know you really. On, and, I have to. <laughs> with a, hey, with a few exceptions. With I'm a few, wore out, honey. Hey, with a few exceptions, <laughs> once we're done with what we're supposed to do for that show that day, we pretty much spend the rest of the day doing all of our other projects until yeah. this comes back. You well, know, you you have to unplug a little bit yeah. because it, it's it's pretty fast paced for four hours, five, yeah, five. Yeah. But I know some shows like really have meetings and really plan and put together what they're going to do the next. Oh, day. Rick, I, I, there are shows that I watch and they yeah. talk about being like getting there. The show may start at ten or eleven, and they're there at like six in the morning. Yeah, and they're going through these big yeah. production yeah. meetings. So I just don't want to do that. And have twenty people that are going back and forth on certain yeah. things. And can I'm I, like, that, can I tell you, it doesn't sound fun. And we're still here twenty seven years later. So I mean, yeah. I mean it's a. <laughs> But like I, you know, there are people I know. Y'all, this is gonna be shocking to y'all. They're actually talk shows that they'll put together what videos they're gonna play the next day. Yeah, they'll that put ain't the, no fun. They'll put together all the audio clips they're gonna use. They'll have all that ready, and then the next day they just simply call for it. <laughs> yeah, because it's already they'll have, they'll have it on a list, right. like a rundown. <laughs> right, but but the problem with hey, that, y'all gotta... <laughs> yeah. But the problem about it, like let's say because I think Adler's kind of guy that would do that if we give him some what we wanted. He's got good but, at but, catching but, audibles. But if now. he comes in here and said, "Let's start doing that today," he would ask me what I wanted for tomorrow, and I have to say, "I don't know." No, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I will wait and see. You know, I, maybe I'll see something later, like I did today. Hey, that Lindsey Graham thing. Uh, right, let's find that one. Well, and we even try to guess in the kickoff hour. We go this far with it because we're sitting around during the commercial break, the kickoff hour, and we'll say, "Should we discuss that?" Or should because we know we're going to probably discuss that right. on the big show, so let's probably not go into detail. Maybe just run by it real quick. Well, I asked Speedy yeah. this one day. That's he, almost he, planning. I asked Speedy <laughs> this one day, and he admitted it. And y'all may do it to a degree too, since y'all are kind of a, a team that gives us some options and gets everything going every day. I'll say, do you ever look at all the stuff you printed out, worked on, and try to guess which ones we won't give the time of day? And he goes, oh, yeah. He yeah. goes, he goes I, I pretty much got it. He yeah. said, I put it there so the stack will look bigger. But, but, but I realized <laughs> yeah, that never touch this. And now, let me tell you when I think we've had a really bad show. Are you ready for this? When I look and my stack is empty and we've used every one of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. That means we didn't hit That's on anything. True. That's when yeah. I realized I said, man, today's show was crap. We didn't hit on nothing. Uh, all we did was go look at a bunch of stories and talk about them. Yeah, uh, hey Adlers, hey, it's fun hey. working with bunch, isn't it? <laughs> we're we're kind of in a weird situation though, in that we start so early in That's the true. morning. Good point. We have a lot of times the events of the previous day to talk about, so we we don't even know what we're going to talk about the next morning because we're talking about what happened the yesterday. Time of day we're live, yeah. And then a lot of times, like you know, there will be a vote coming up later in the day that we're talking about. So we'll, a lot of times we're just talking about, okay, we'll have to wait and see, kind of thing. So we're kind of in a tough situation, yeah. in a weird a spot. Different. Yeah, we're kind of in a weird spot. Yeah, we're well, not- like Bubba said, I think the time of day we do the show live, but really any day, and I'm going to be a little goob here, any day <laughs> part, which means any time of day you do a show, I don't think there's anybody that does what we do. If we did one topic, that might be pretty easy. But yeah. the fact that we might cover literally anything, mm-hmm. that's a little hard to plan for. It is very hard to plan for, and just maybe it'll work for us. Maybe we can be successful. Yeah, the news cycle is so fast now. It's ten minutes. That's the news cycle now. And if you don't, if you're not reporting on something within ten minutes of it happening, you're you're old news. And so I think nowadays, when when you do do your show, determines a lot of what content you have to talk. So was this your nice way of saying, guys? I'm good. Guys, I'm good. We're good. We're doing a good job. I don't mind the way we do it. We're doing our best. The best we can do. Sadly. This is our bed. We're giving you 
Because you know, some people I think say, well, if y'all did this and this, I'm saying, no, nah, I pretty much think we're as good as we can be. <laughs> I think it's a pretty good formula. <laughs> I, I Back to Bubba's point, there's certain things called a quality of life. I enjoy coming to work, and I think we did it differently. I might not. We'll take your phone calls coming back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. One minutes now past the hour. We haven't done a phone troll all day. They've done just phone segments, so we're going to tighten them up a little bit and purge. Here we go. A long distance, directory assistance, Eric At the end of 30 seconds, the old buzzer sounds. Our time on the program comes to a close. Then we move on quickly. Let's start with Al in Vermont. Al's got 30 seconds on Rick and Bubba's show. Al, go ahead. Morning. How are you? We're good, buddy. Good. So I'm calling with a little different perspective because I live in, as Paul said, uh, a, uh, I'm an alien in a foreign land living up here. No doubt. <laughs> and, I understand. And everyone that uh, that is very angry is angry, but this is a result of a of a cultural war that we've been in since the 1960s. Yeah. Yeah. And the everyone should be more concerned that the votes are as close as they are. And the only way that this is going to get solved is if uh, we get number one. We got to get our kids out of public schools. We, uh, um, as a 52-year-old guy that's had three kids in public school up here in Vermont, if you want to know where the rest of the country is going, this is where it's going. Yeah. We, uh, they teach the Book of Job in in um, humanities class, and uh, they don't teach it in a way that accurately reflects the Bible, they teach it in a way that reinforces agnostics and atheists and destroys the faith of any Christian kid that's in that school. Well, I will tell you this. Let me tell you this, uh, just before you move to the next point. That is true, and I know that I'm shocked that they are letting anything from the Bible be taught there, but I see why they would so they can manipulate it. But I got news for you. I've talked to people like in the last couple of years. We've talked to interns that have been here that are going to, and I'm putting quotes around, Christian colleges Mm -hmm. that are supposed to even have seminaries uh, there as well. And their belief system in the authority of the Scripture is being destroyed at these colleges. Yeah. We know all about that. Our son went to a Christian college in western Pennsylvania that was um, teaching that homosexuality is okay. Yeah, well, you know what? You're exactly right. This thing that somehow Scripture cannot be trusted as the true divine inspired word of God, uh, so yeah, it, we we have to stop this trend of taking our children and shipping them off to other people, including the our, including the church that you attend, and think it's the church's job, it's your college's job, it's your school's job, uh, it's the workplace that will mold the worldview of your children. Uh, you know, that's th- there's a reason why in Scripture, and I heard a great, uh, and Hamza, you showed it to me, and uh, Matthew, what's his last name, the pastor, he was he was talking about this new deal that even Christians are now saying they don't want to have any children. Chandler, Matt Chandler, yeah, Matt Chandler. Uh, you don't want to have any. You don't. You don't want. You don't want to have any children. I don't want to bring a kid into this kind of world. And it goes back to just what this caller's talking about. <laughs> Do you know why Scripture says to be fruitful and multiply? Do you know why that is? To change the world. Yeah. 
Yep. Because we as followers and disciples of Jesus are supposed to be replicating ourselves in our children, yep. raising them up in the faith, and then they will raise their family up in the faith, who will raise their family up in the faith, and to advance the kingdom of God. We're not supposed to just say we give up. We're supposed yeah. to be the light in the darkness, and we're supposed to be producing more light in the darkness, and that is our role. To uh, you know, so this thing of of Christians, you know, saying that well, I'm just not bringing a kid into this world. Well, you're supposed to bring a kid in this world, so this kid will have an impact on this world right. well, for, think, the, think for, the, about, for the kingdom of God. Rick, now, think about what what you're saying. If you're you're a believer, so you mm-hmm. you're going to follow the teachings of Christ, the the principles and the precepts, and that's that's what you come up with, mm-hmm. which right. goes directly against what you're told to do. Exactly, couldn't be more clear. He said, so, to, he said to those so that belong to him. Be, what do you expect? Right. You know? So it, you better make sure that they're learning it from you, you know, if, if you are a person who, who can teach it correctly. Because to assume, even if something has the label Christian on it, that they're being taught the, what Scripture says by someone else just because it has – they're certainly not going to be taught it if it has government on it. Uh, but because, as I said, we're post-Christian America. We are becoming as secular as Europe. Um, and so, but even, even these so-called Christian colleges, be careful, not, not just any Christian college will do. Uh, there's been a lot of liberal, uh, downgrades to the authority of scripture and they're hiding in some of these so-called Christian colleges. And I know it firsthand and it's very troubling. Uh, we continue uh, to Andrew in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I'll be in Laurel, Mississippi, January 14th. We have a man church, baby, kicking it off. Look forward to being there. Uh, go ahead, Andrew. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, there are a couple of names in 2020 uh, that some people were not aware of who passed. I know you guys aren't very good with it, but uh, Charlie Daniels, Regis Philbin, Alex Trebek, Sean Connery, Little Richard, uh, Kenny Rogers, James Lipton, Chadwick Boseman from Black Panther. Anyway. 2020 took a lot of folks out. It did. A lot of good people. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Uh, to Clay in Mississippi. Clay, go ahead. 30 seconds. What's up, guys? We're good, man. Um, I heard what Jeremiah was talking about earlier. You know, he brought up about what is the Republican Party go from here. I don't have a firm opinion that whatever Trump says goes from this point, and that you're not going to see a Nikki Haley, Jeb Bush, or any Bush-type establishment type ever winning the Republican Party again. Well, I, I don't think Jeremiah was asking for those kind of people because they were uninspiring as well. I think he said the Republican Party needs to go to something that is a better communication, of a better communicator of why someone should be a conservative. And- yeah, I, I think you, uh, you look at what you did good, and that was some of the policies. And you look at what did not go well for you, and that was some of the messaging, and clean that up. Because I, if conservative values are true, they will last. They're not going away because they were true. Right. And that is a bigger issue than the person sitting in the seat. Right. Well, not only that, but in the, and to, to all of your points, and we've seen it today on our show, we are a party divided right now. And you're going up against a machine that has a strategy and is unified like we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. So there's two things going against us right out the gate. Well, we say unified. Um, if you look 
at what they're saying about each other in the news every day. They're not. They're about to split, too, because they have two very different ideologies inside the Democratic Party. Yeah. And they're going to they're gonna be at odds with each other. Don't think it's going to be smooth sailing. No. Totally. But I think the, the point that Jeremiah was making, and, and you guys are making it, too, See, it, in, in my, you know, common sense as a superpower, you know, a professor at Rick and Bubba University, see, I can't wrap my mind around anybody wanting policies that have never worked. Yeah. And, and not, have, how about this, Rick? Ones that have proven not to work. And not embrace policies that have always worked. See, yeah. that, that boggles my mind. So, so then that can't be because then we would just all be a bunch of idiots. So it, it, <laughs> it must be that the way things are communicated, they're not communicated in a way that I understand that. I must think these flawed things work, and I must think the things that work don't work. So somebody's communicated that to me, and I bought it. So we need to do a better job of communicating what works and what doesn't, and and we're not doing a great job at that. No. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh. It brings me to my knees. <laughs> 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Your phone calls. And we'll continue to take those. <laughs> Rick, we go to emails. So, you know, it's normal when you do this job, especially on days like today. Uh, it can be um, it can be a lot of emotion and passion in the emails. <laughs> what made this last email? I'm not going to read it because it's well, so nasty. No, I'm not. I can't read it. I but mean, it is fine. It is. It's awful. 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 And uh, oh. and, and this. If you want to talk about the state of our society, this email is from a woman. I know. Hey, that, that, yes, that is look, a woman. Look at the title. <laughs> so, what makes it funny? Makes it better. It's our emails. You know, and, oh. and, and Helmsy trying to be Mister Encourager. <laughs> Okay, he was like, "Guys, look, I know y'all are getting some negative emails, but I mean, I, there's a lot of positive emails coming in too." And he said that. It, it, I guess we just gone to the break. We did. So it was twenty nine ten. Yep. Okay, and then at nine, at, well, I guess a lot of you don't listen live. At thirty, bottom of the hour, this email came in. He it just came out of his mouth. He just said, "Hey, man, it's not that bad." It's almost y'all, like on cue. Yeah, y'all don't exaggerate how bad it is. And then I get an email like thirty <laughs> seconds after him said that it's the most vile, vicious, horrible. There's no. I mean, you don't mistake what point this person's trying to make. <laughs> no, no, no. And I, I do like their attention to detail. No, no, that is. I do. That, 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 <laughs> I do their attention to detail is fantastic. That's a critical thinker right there. <laughs> it is right. not a small bag. <laughs> you ever hey, really? not just that bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A large bag. Well, you ever you ever word something? You go. That's exactly what I was trying to say. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed I, it. I will say this: it's very crude and wow, what a mouth. But you probably feel better if we don't print oh, yeah, that off and put it up on the wall somewhere. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in Speedy's office. No, now that you go, you want me to put it on Speedy's Speedy's chair? So, hey, somebody uh, sent you an email. He was really encouraging. <laughs> like Hans was saying. All right, so anybody out there want an, uh, a, a, around, anybody want 960 bucks? Yeah, I'd yeah, like to have that. Absolutely. Well, how about this year in 2021? Why don't you stop overpaying for your car insurance or your homeowner's insurance? It's only 450 after taxes. <laughs> right. But, and here's the deal. Here's the deal. You probably are overpaying. You, you probably are. Got an email. Uh, I wouldn't email. Somebody put a comment on something we had on Instagram that they they saved over $2,000 with, with Gabby. So you're probably overpaying because we, we don't vet out our insurance the way we probably should. 
you know, you don't have to downgrade the coverage. Same coverage you have probably is available to you with somebody else at, at, at on average of about $960, just under 1000 less than what you're paying. Now, that's the average. So we have some people that are higher than that, some that are lower, and you decide whether the difference uh, is, is worth changing. But you can do it with no charge. Gabby, G-A-B-I dot com slash Bubba. You give them some information. takes just a few minutes. They pull up 40 other of the top insurance companies like Allstate, Farmers, State Farm, Travelers, uh, Amica, Progressive, Nationwide, and others, and they'll show you what they charge for the exact same coverage on your home and your automobile, and then you take the one that's less or you stay right where you are. It's totally up to you, no obligation. Uh, so Gabby.com slash Bubba. That's G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. Also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Uh, let's go to Alan in the great state of Kentucky. Alan, go ahead. Yeah, guys. Uh, you know, the biggest loser yesterday, God bless the girl that lost her life, but the biggest loser yesterday is going to be Biden. How do you figure he, that? Because, I mean, he's got a total left wing, pretty much control you there, going to be pulling his chain. Yeah. And they just let a pit bull off the chain and he might not live at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, but he's going to be out there, and he's not going to be quiet. Well, Twitter may ban him forever. Trump may be banned from by, by you know, Twitter. Hello, parlor. I, I was I was discussing this with uh, the family a little bit yesterday. We're going to find ourselves in a very strange position on January the 21st that we have to protect Joe Biden from the rest of the progressive Democrats because they would love to knock him out and let Kamala be president. We're going to have to defend Joe Biden for our sake for at least two to four years. It ain't going to be that long. Mm-hmm. we got to try. No, I mean, yeah, we're going to do something. I don't know if it'll be. But you, you realize what, I, a, I just what a stinker that is. Can huh? anybody even comprehend, unless we just go Manchurian candidate and he just keeps coming out like a puppet, Can any, does anybody honestly think he has the mental capabilities at this age of his life? And apparently you can tell he's having the onset of Alzheimer's or dementia. Yeah. Do you really think that his faculties are will be what they need to be for four years? Mm. I think he probably is like most people in that, and I'll add myself to that to a degree. You have good days and bad days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. So anyway, you're right, though, Bubba, because uh, we're going to try to get him to fight against his own party, uh, that one little vein of it. And, yeah. of course, the vice president's in that vein. She's part of that movement. Oh, I know. Yeah. She's the most liberal senator we have. Yeah. Uh, Voted on by her own senators. Brian in South Carolina. Brian, go ahead. Brian. Good day. How y'all doing today? We're good, good sir. How good, are you? Brian. Came in, came in to San Francisco in uh, May of 1971 after 14 months in Vietnam. Thank you for your service. Fight my way through the hippies to get into terminal, mm. and that was Nancy Pelosi City. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I've seen a lot of things, but I've never seen anything like what I saw yesterday. Now, what people don't understand, and it has not sunk in yet, is exactly what happened. Joe Biden will not be in office over a month. He has said that if something comes up he don't like, he's going to claim sick and turn everything over to Harris. Got Barack Obama in the background pulling the strings. Guys, there's nothing to stop these people. They can do whatever they want. I sent Kevin McCarthy an email after I watched him get on the House floor and say, we want to work with the Democrats. That's well and good, but the, but the Democrats don't want to work with us. 
it's over. Well, we'll see. We'll see, Brian. Thank well, you. Well, here, but I understand what you're saying. Here's the upside to that. We're going to have some real dandy moments in the next two years. But again, historically, it's easy to be critical. It's hard to govern. This could be a wonderful opportunity for conservatives because people have seen the economy that they can generate. In two years, they may be begging you to come back and take over. Bubba, you remember the great? It always goes that way. Well, you remember, the, you remember the great plywood analogy that we did when we, when we thought Hillary was about to take over? Not really. The plywood <clears throat> analogy is what you just said, and that is nobody on, on the coast pays much attention to the plywood salesman. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Until there's a forecast of a hurricane, and then he suddenly, suddenly, your favorite pl- person. suddenly, plywood man becomes extremely popular. And as I said, when we thought Hillary might win, for those of us that know the truth, and I say that on any occasion, you know, the church has the plywood, uh, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday. But in, in a political sense, you can see how bad this step is, and suddenly you come back and go, "I heard y'all had the plywood." We're like, "Yeah, we do." Keep in mind, it's called lower. Corporate tax rates, it's called this, that, you know. Look through history. If there hadn't been a Jimmy Carter, there wouldn't have been a Ronald Reagan. Correct. That's because a- prior to that, mm-hmm. think about this. The Republicans chose Gerald Ford over Reagan. Could there be a bigger contrast? Mm. If there hadn't have been a Bill Clinton, there wouldn't have been a W. Bush. So you've always got yeah. that pendulum swinging in our country. Although I think it's getting – uh, we should be concerned about the education of the upcoming folks. Bob in Nashville, you better believe it. Bob, go ahead. Good morning. Hey, uh, fellas, could y'all clarify? Y'all, I've been hearing a, somewhat of a theme this morning that Trump has a messaging problem. Would y'all clarify that and then let me comment? Yeah, well, I think that he's good. Like, if you get him at a rally, he's really good at pointing to fake news, and he's real good at pointing – uh, to you know that that kind of stuff, they're out to get us. It's us against them. America first, um, and all that's good stuff. Don't misunderstand me. But where I thought that he really failed, like when he was getting ready for this reelection, he never communicated that the the constitutional republic clearly was at stake, and I stand between you and the dismantling of the constitutional republic into full blown socialism. And this is what we must stop. Uh, I, and, and he never really communicates uh, real well the the policies and why they are good and why the economy is booming. Uh, really, a lot of times, what you would just hear, which gets a lot of applause, I've given you the greatest community, the greatest um, economy in the history of our country. I did this, I did that, and I thought that he could have done a better job. And sometimes he trails off and chases rabbits. I, the best analogy. I ever heard about him was was he's a guy who who fights everybody in the crowd on the way to the ring. You need to get onto the ring and and have the fight there. So I I thought I never thought that Trump was a very good communicator in those areas. Bob, I let me just let me can I say this real quick? Sure. And and those are some good points, but the point is is how does he work out at the ballot box? And here's what we not not well apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Trump's popularity with Republicans, 90 to 95%, which this was up at the time of the election, which most people After these- can look at the rallies and say, well, I can, I can see that. Yeah. He got 33% of the Latino vote, 
He got 20%, almost 20% of the black vote. He got 10 million more votes than any incumbents ever got ever before. And he's saying, we got Twitter, Facebook, and the social media cutting his messaging off. And he's saying he's got a messaging problem. I don't think there's a messaging problem. But I think that's the least of his worries. I think if we don't, like you guys just mentioned, 2022 could be a really good yeah, but as long as Stacey Abrams is printing mail-in ballots, I don't think we're ever going to win another. Well, well that's a different. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's a different. That's, that's going to have to be addressed. Yeah, that's a different but, topic. But Bob, think about this too. Uh, Trump, you, you 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 mentioned where he had big gains. Let me tell you where he lost suburban women who did not like the name calling. Look, it's fine if you're a leader of business. It's fine if you're on a TV show. A lot of people got tired of that from a president. They wanted a president to act more presidential, and you heard that about Trump the whole time. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I'm saying I think that was a cause. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is eight minutes now to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866 we be big is our number. If you want to get in, we're wrapping up the hour. RBU, Rick and Bum University, the podcast coming out again this weekend. We're going to interview Speedy's dad today, uh, not only about his new children's book. It's a second in the series, the Larry the Leaf series. We'll also, uh, you know, we'll delve in. I know Speedy's nervous about us because we're, we're, we're going. We're going. He's tried to give us so many questions that don't relate to us diving into Speedy, but it's not going to work. Oh, uh, is that what all this oh, is? Oh yes. I mean, we're going to talk about the book and all that, but. You know we're about to ask him about Speedy. I mean, if we if we have if we don't, Ryan Green would never speak to us again. Oh, I know. I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he said that he's already ready for Rick and Bubba University this weekend. He's got a new huffer. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody that loves everybody on Speedy? Ever <laughs> anybody who loves that more? No. Uh, he 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 loves. He's he's depressed. He can't no live doubt. without it. Yeah. So um, so we'll take uh, your phone calls. Uh, let's go to. Um, uh, Mike and Hartzell. Mike, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today? Good. Thank you very much for taking the call. I only, uh, do I only have 30 seconds? No, well, we're not trolling. So uh, now, if, if you. If it okay. depends how good you Yeah, do. I was about to say, if you don't make something happen, <laughs> well, no, that, that, you might I'm only not get 20. Take a whole lot of time. <laughs> but, <laughs> Bubba made a comment this morning, and I want to tell you, your show is a staple in our home. My granddaughter and I listen to it every morning, particularly on the way to school. And he made a comment about the Americans, they buy into conspiracies, which started a conversation between my nine-year-old granddaughter and me. What is that? And so I explained to her, and uh, I didn't get it exactly right, but I came home and came up with conspires to plan together secretly to commit an illegal or or wrongful act or to accomplish a legal purpose through illegal action. So when I, I explained to her sort of that, and she said, well, don't we do that? And I said, yes, we do. Uh, we know we live in a fallen world. And then I just looked at her and said, and who's in charge of this world? And she pointed upward and she said, God. That's right. Because we pray on the way to school every day. She's blessed to be in a school that brings Christ into it. The point is, uh, I, I, I don't say conspiracy is... A bad thing, I don't say it's a good thing. I just say it's our natural tendency to question things, particularly when we see illegal actions taking place and we knew nothing about it. It was secretive. And so that, that's all I want to say is I don't think we're gullible, uh, though there are people who are. 
uh, I believe that we are just trying to do what's right. Mike, you know, I, I have your show. Mike, you, buddy. I, I, and look, I want you to I want you to clearly understand. I I think um, uh, critical thinking is great, and and you should have critical Absolutely. thinking. But I it's I, I guess what I'm referring to is I don't think that every single thing is a conspiracy, <laughs> and you have to remember. Uh, and you probably get this like I do too. It seems like every every topic now nothing is what it seems it's supposed to be if you buy into the conspiracies that are out there okay we didn't go to the moon remember that was fake. flat earth oh, is yeah. back the flat earth people are the ones that get me oh god Unbe- help us all okay Unbe- unbelievable uh you know a- alex jones and in info i mean he every program has to be the end of the world conspiracy for him to have something to do there's not aliens I, on every corner. There's not lizard people. Dog man. You know, they're Bigfoot. <laughs> I, mean, I just, at some point, after about the 20th conspiracy of the day that's going to get us all, I go, eh, I just can't, I ain't got room for another one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, but there's nothing wrong, and it's a balance between critical thinking and going, wow, something there doesn't look right versus you just hammering your head against facts because you just won't accept the outcome. Yeah. Well, and also, and, and I'm not talking about the election. I'm talking about the flat earthers. Yeah. Well, but, and, and Mike, I think there's also a danger if we don't keep these things balanced. And I'm with Bubba. We should critically think. We should. We shouldn't be afraid to question things. We sh- we 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 can't become a society that won't say the emperor has no clothes on. But I think we've got to really work on things that that are really not up for debate. Isn't there enough that are things that are absolutely true that are concerning enough? And, and what I think what happens is, is it becomes like we've said many times, and sometimes we've been understood, sometimes misunderstood. You know, if you, the boy who cried wolf, if, if you say that everything is racism, then people don't take it serious when true racism takes place. When it's you, watered down. When yeah. you say everything is sexual harassment, then people don't take it serious when sexual harassment actually takes place. And I think some of these ongoing, never ending YouTube channels and and all these podcasts and things like that that live off conspiracy theories, there's so many of them that we know are not valid. When something valid comes down the pike, no one believes it. Yeah. And, and and I think that's the problem with, with overdoing, uh, you know, there's a conspiracy around every corner. Um, and, and I would say some of the same things that I think some people out there need to think really hard about that are that are people of faith on this chasing after every time somebody claims they're a prophet. You know, Jesus warned you against that. He warned you against that. He said, man, there'll be people that are going to be coming up. We're going to have false prophets and false teachers coming out of the woodwork when we get down to the end days. He also said lawlessness will increase. Everybody write that one down. Yeah, uh, but but um, so if, if someone like right now, everybody needs to go home, and after January the 20th, Every person who told you they were a prophet that said God said something or showed them something that didn't happen, you got to cross him off off the list as being a prophet. Of course, I crossed them off when they said they didn't know if this was of the Lord or not. Never heard a prophet say that before. Uh, so, so, so you're you're going to have to because you know a, a false prophet and a false teacher is a really big deal. Yeah. Now, if somebody wants to say, "Hey, what do you think about this?" Scripture says this. I had a dream the other night, and it probably was me. You know, I, I think that sometimes God talks to uh, has talked to me in dreams before. Now that doesn't mean I'm a prophet uh, or I have a prophetic word, 
Uh, and I think sometimes I have dreams that don't mean anything. It had something to do with what I ate, or it was one of the last things I thought about before I went to bed. Could just be Mexican. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, but Fork. but but once again, the Lord never gives somebody a word, and they're not sure if He did or not. Yeah. Even if they don't understand it, they always say the Lord said, "Ba ba 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 ba." The Lord said, "Ba ba ba ba." Said the Lord. And if they're not saying that, and of course it's been proven again, they're not a prophet. And um, what do you mean, Rick? And really, I think the time we're living in now is there's a prophetic word from God, meaning there's things we need to adhere to and change. The age of I can see the future, the future's already been laid out in Scripture. The Scripture's finished. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.